The Supercoach Reaper strides through the graveyard that is the rotting corpses of Supercoach land. As I claim another one, the immortal, the next immortal, Cameron Smith, <laughs> has fallen, has that injury in eight years. but 20 years? <laughs> one, 30 minutes in my team. He's now gone. Ryan Madison may never play again. Still on sea legs. Can we find a new host? <sighs> Mate, I think uh, the music you should have used for the intro was uh, the career killer. <laughs> Could have done Fear the Reaper, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a better one, Blue Oyster. Anyway, everybody, anyway. hello. We're at the Clonu Hotel again. It is Footy and Frothies, the 5th of August, 2020, round 12 review, round 13 preview. Uh, my man Barney Boy is here as always. David, hello. How are you, mate? Trevor. How are you, mate? Damo. How you going, boys? What's happening? We've got the full crew here, plus we've got uh, Dino, Paul, and uh, the King of Denman has made his return to the Empire. A hey. um, few hangers-on no, today, which wait. is good to see. It's been a while. but um, Hey, don't, don't forget he, I'm Ollie over here. I just said Ollie. Ollie was in there. Nah, you missed him. Oh, well, you give him a full rap. <laughs> Ollie! How are you, mate? Some rap. <laughs> That's been pop playing already for the week. <laughs> My introduction. Uh, it's been a rough week for Supercoach. Coaches everywhere. Carnage across all Where? league fields. I'm on fourth um, I'm good. We go back to look at last round as my notes arrive about half hour after I do. Um, here they are. But um, another fun tight weekend of footy, boys, in general. It was all right. All across the board. It was um, really tough footy in pretty much every game, mate. Yeah, enjoyed. There's literally only one game that was a blowout. I thought there'd be a couple of there, but what a round of football. Yeah. My Lord. Pretty good. There's some... Um, Penrith finally put on a clinic, but other than that, I think it was a great round. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, yeah, some tough teams. Uh, changing culture. Injuries are going to catch up now, as I've been saying, a few weeks. Injuries, I think, are coming, and they're going to really start taking a toll. Um, just a general comment. No buy this. No buys this year. Is it starting to catch up? Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is pretty much crunch time. This is normally, obviously, when they do have the origin and the buys and a bit of a rest, and uh, the better teams generally rest rest half their list as well. Well, we've seen it. it this you know, I like it, but because in that six-week period, you've got people playing origin, and then they might sit out the week before or week after. I like it. Straight through. See what the team's got every week in, week out. I know, out. it's great. Oh, it's I, great. I'm a fan. But uh, the, the uh, casualty award's mounting. And uh, Trev, any There's thoughts? always going to be a contour pro. I mean, I, I love it. Like, I love that, that there's no buy. I just love seeing club footy week in, week out. You know, because in the day, you know, you play, you want to play against the best players out of, like, in hindsight, best of the best for each club, mm. like, barring injury. And But when you got Origin, mate, I know we can talk about how you can blood players, but it's not the same. Does it take the gloss off when, say, uh, Pappenhausen's arrested? Does that belittle the game or belittle the team they're playing or not really just part team. of team management that belittles the team I reckon the team not, the game, yeah, not the game belittles the team personally yeah okay any thoughts boys I think it's something that's needed though yeah. um, you know the blokes need a rest every now and then um, I'd like to see this sort of format with um, a reserve grade running as well because obviously you're pulling in fresh blokes as well and a few of them have gone down as soon as they've come in uh, so. yeah I, th- I think that's a big thing that um, they're coming in having not played at all and yeah. it, ca- it 
it's hard. It's hard to come in and do. Yeah, like I believe like a few of the clubs, the way they've sort of got around it is that some of the clubs with their reserve grade teams as such have been playing like a seven-a-side seven like competition. But they're still that, playing, which is good. It, t- it still keeps them tough. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying in general, they like, but there's not many of them. They're, they're probably, they just play when there's no one there, yeah. really. Yeah. No one yeah. knows about it. Yeah, exactly. But that's a good thing in a way. You're out of the spotlight. Yeah, but like as I said earlier on in the year when I gone into COVID, like and I think I put in one of my articles back then that I was expecting like the Canterbury Cups and the Intrust Super Cups to keep on playing for player welfare. So I was really surprised when they did pull the pin on those. I guess it had to happen. I think it was unavoidable. Um, yeah. Just everything else because he had to tick every box he could, so there was and an the argument. And the bubble. Yeah, because it's a big bubble when all of a sudden it's 800 players instead of. So it's probably 800 players now. Sorry, uh, 3,000 players instead of... That's a good bubble. Yep. All right. Now let's get into a little bit of the rest of the bubble, which is the uh, Rabbitohs 32 beating the Dragons 24 to kick off Indigenous round. And the two Indigenous stars led the way, David. Yeah, they did, mate. Um, the possession was 47% to the Dragons, 53 to Souths. Sets were 33 completed out of 42 for the Dragons and 36 out of 44 for Souths. 3-5 uh, line breaks. Tackle bus were 30 to 29. Offloads five apiece. And tackles pretty much the same. Both teams made 10 errors. Uh, pretty even down the board with the stats there. Uh, McGuinness was the top tackler with 56. Cook with 44. Pereira made 236 metres and AJ with 322 metres and a very impressive performance. In well, my 200 opinion. or in two runs. So. Yes, <laughs> no, but he, he was everywhere. Yes. I, I think they relied on him heavily at the back end of that game. Um, Aiken with 103 supercoach points. Dufty with 85. Johnson with 138 and Walker with 113. Uh, your thoughts on the game, Barney, in general? I thought the Dragons had it in the bag, mate. Um, they just lost all their attacking momentum in one big swoop there. At, uh, with the, I think pretty sure they bombed the try down on the one side and then they just they couldn't regain their mojo whatsoever. Uh, Latrell at the back of his passing game was good. Uh, Walker really wasn't too involved until Johnson came off. Uh, sorry, Reynolds came off and then it, it forced the um, it forced Latrell and Walker to actually play some ball and they did it very very well. well what does that say then? What does that say about Reynolds? I don't He's know why they hang back so much. Well, to be yeah, but he, 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 hey, hey, talk, talk, while we're talking about Reynolds, right? Uh, former international Gary Schofield, like, oh, awesome, ruined him. Awesome player <laughs> in the day. He goes, oh man, he just like Burt Reynolds. He's like a movie star on a movie set, waiting for being told what to do from the director because <laughs> he's standing there waiting for instructions. That's right. Now the best thing that happened was Re- was Reynolds going off. I'm glad it was only a burner, nothing serious, but he oh, went yeah. off. Next thing, well, mate, he has more South- burners than a, than a drag car mate, does, mate, on tyres. Do you want to keep ranting? Because go for it. Because I'm not happy. No, go, I'm give it to him. Give it to him. Mate, I'm no, no, no. Now, give it to him. Go, mate, go. Mate, Reynolds should be sponsored by Victor. <laughs> This is why we have the two Trev show now because I can't put up both of you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, anyway, yeah, keep going. What's it now? You save one for later. You got one for later, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um, 
Damo, any other thoughts before I... I thought Dragons had it, honestly. Yeah. Rabideau's, well, once Reynolds went off, yes, you're right about Johnson and Walker and all that. Now, Souths play so much, five tackles, and then Reynolds is going to do something. Yeah, I know. Kick, it, and it's usually kick high or kick crap. Middle, 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 um, one out, one yeah, out, and hoping in your wing kick is... Kick to a get, corner or kick high. That's right. Uh, yes, or, he does have a good kicking game, but there's no... Yeah, he's got a good long kicking game, but there's, there's no... no creativity there. No. I was going to say pizzazz the way you were just moving then. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what a Straighten South. What happens was it straightened South up. They started playing through the ruck. So they had Cody Walker when they got late and said to say, I'm going to run the ball or kick to himself. And when he wasn't, Latrell was. And it just, they look like a different team. And they I went with support played. as well, as you and said, had, with the yeah. one out stuff. And their pack's not big enough to be able to just go that one out football, roll them up the middle. They've, they've got one or two guys that can hold their own. Tom was good again after they bagged him. Yeah, massive. They can't do that was, set in, set out. As I said, like, we called for an enforcer, and he's the bloke who stepped up the two yeah. weeks since, and he's been their best forward by a fair way. Yep. Um, but, yeah, no, the the Dragons look so good in that first, what, first half? First yeah. 50 minutes? Easy. They I, thought awesome. the, I thought they were in the game. I thought they were game. just going to destroy the I thought South. There were two yeah. half breaks. The Lomax, first two minutes, he nearly, not our uh, first 20, he nearly had two breaks where if he breaks, the half breaks, breaks he gets line. through, they score, that's probably 24. He does seem um, to fumble well, the ball. Well, there's minimum, yeah. there's minimum eight points there. there if they kick it. I think it. apparently he's leading the uh, areas across the comp. Yeah, okay, wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> when he when, Obviously, when he catches it cleanly, he's pretty hard to catch, but yeah. he does have the fumbles but in it, it felt like after game. It felt like after he had three tries, they were like, eh, that's enough for him today, I'm and done. they played to Aiken the rest yeah. of the day. And then Dufty kept trying, but a few of them dropped off pretty um, pretty alarmingly yeah, so there at the back end. Barney, where to for Dragons? Oh, well, we've got the changes this week. Um, I'm Massive not sure changes. The greatest move, but um, oh mate, but they're, they're going to do what they were doing, just playing with that with that back row on the edges and just working those edges over and over and over and over again because they don't have a hell of a lot of creativity in there apart from Dufty at the back. Um, but, um, but that's their strong point, going to the edges. They're, they're not a one-out team. Go to the edges, just hold the ball. And how clever you, is this the thing we're going to see more? Your winger to Dufty just hanging back, and he Wait. loves that. He loves that bomb to the winger. He loves that bomb out to the winger. And AJ pulled his pants down twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it something a trend that's going to follow now? Oh, gonna they're going to be. What, they're going to be looking for it. Yeah, You'd definitely. Because so, he does anyway. play late and flat at the line. And, and even yeah, the one Aiken did score, he was he was he was throwing it to the winger, and Aiken <laughs> intercepted himself. So he had three. But um, the but other it's, one. It's also hard on him because realistically, at the moment, he is really their only attacking option out the back. Yeah. To, to Aiken create anything. Aiken looked alright. Aiken's alright. Yeah. I keep Dufty there, but. Uh, the other other last talking point in this game, uh, Ben Hunt isn't a halfback, in my opinion. He, the best they looked after the first 20 was the back 10, where they moved him back into dummy half, and Tristan Saylor came on the field. But he's not a six either. He's been named no, he's a, a nine. It, yeah. He's not he, a six. He's an out-and-out nine, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's been named at six this week. His kicking game was, to be blunt, pretty average, I thought. Um, that's not a million It doesn't dollars. even look like he kicks clean. Like well, that's it even, comes off his shin after mm-hmm. time. What's he, a million dollar player? Well, bought for a yeah, million dollars. Bad, the bloke. He's, so he's not a million dollar player. Saylor came on for 15, 20 minutes, yeah. and it was just all energy, and his short kicking game there actually got the pressure back on South yeah. there and start, forced a few dropouts. And yeah, he, lo- he looked um, a better option in the halves than Hunt. Trev, much else to say about this? No, not really, guys. I'm just uh, really disappointed in the Dragons. You know, they should have uh, kicked on with it and that Rabbit shouldn't even have an opportunity to come back into the game. Agreed. 
Um, last question, Tyson Brazil versus Cam Murray. Oh. Barney, how are you feeling watching that? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just all that was, That's his yeah. super coach backline, oh, and he was. He's still at one point, they'll both be stretching up. Trying to kill each other. They both still ended up getting, I think Frizzell got 80 and Murray got 60 plus, but they, they that, belted each other twice. Dude, that one run was scary, <laughs> man. That was I'm pretty sure they both should have been taken off when they <laughs> yeah. did clash heads in yeah. that big one, but they Even didn't. The, how good was that run, Mark? Seriously. Even the first one where Cam, like Cam was there speaking in Spanish uh, behind the goalpost at one point, and they just go, oh, he's all right. Yeah. And, and he, then stayed, he stayed on twice, yeah. and Frizzell stayed on as well, and I'm pretty yeah. sure he got a crack under the eye. Yeah, yeah. But. It looked like it might have been one of those, uh, it could end up one of those UFC ones where the orbital bone, the blood comes through, and he'd walk around with the bubble over oh, his eyes. Bubble. But, but, uh, but that's what you want. You want your two best forwards just ripping in, and that's what they did. They ripped into each other. So. Paul Vaughan went missing a little bit back home. He did? Yeah, I was yeah. surprised, um, considering how good he has been. Um, it's two, sort of probably two flat weeks for him. Mm. But. Mm. Need some bigger shorts. Uh, anything else before we move on? Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Move on. Warriors baggy. 26, West 20. Hang on, can we all clap for this one? <laughs> Someone else talk about this. Uh, Ruin me perfect round, I'll put it that way. No. <laughs> Ruin me perfect round. But Did you get seven this week? I got seven again. Yeah, I got seven. Pretty sure. Two weeks huh. in a row, mate. Huh. Sorry. But yeah. oh, do you know what? I hate to say this, but Georgie, George Jennings actually had a decent game on the weekend after getting loaned out from Parramatta. He did. Alvaro had a dig. Warriors just actually showed up. Again, they're, they're always there about in the past few weeks. Actually, you've got to give them credit. The loan players have actually rejuvenated that side a little bit, especially with well, the first one. Sharks 36, Broncos. <laughs> 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 he was <laughs> awesome and then obviously got traded back. Hetherington's been Hetherington, an absolute yep. beast. Um, and then the two again this week. And they've actually, yeah, they've added a fair bit of energy into that team. Uh, the sets were 39 out of 45 for the Tigers and 38 out of 47 for the Warriors. Line breaks 5 to 4 to the Tigers. Tackle bus 35 to 31 to the Tigers. Offloads were 4 to 18 to the Warriors. Uh, penalties conceded uh, 9 for the Warriors and 5 for the Tigers. 10 errors for the Tigers, but 9 for the Warriors. So the stats pretty much say that Even the Tigers out. probably could have won that, should have won that. We'll get on to that in a minute. <laughs> uh, the tackles were Grant with 54, Tavanga with 42, Nofaluma with 191 metres, and RTS with 279 metres. Sam McIntyre with 83 supercoach points was the best for the Tigers. Dewey with 75. Petahiku with 106 and Katoa with 85. What well, I reckon Hiko was very good on the weekend. Oh, he was amazing, he, wasn't he? The aggression, just the bestiality. He seems to do it every four or five oh, weeks. He just has a game where he with him. fires yeah. up. And then the rest of the time he's just all hands and elbows and knees and yeah. I think is, he, is not... he a flat track bully? Like do you just go, I'm gonna just pick on oh, God, yeah. shit defensive yeah. centre? Yeah. I think God, it's a bit yeah. of a momentum God, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God yeah. But go on. Trev, are you watching? Yeah, mate, I didn't get to see much of this game, but what I did see, like, you know, like Peter Hiku, as we've already counted on, he played pretty good. Uh, the Tigers were just woeful. There's nothing else I can really say about it, you know, and this is the reason why Madge 
at the beginning of the year went off his head. He goes, we're winning the games that no one gives us a chance, but when we come up against teams that we should be beating, we're not. So, yeah, they were just woeful. You're right, because you should have beat Parramatta a couple of weeks ago, then you come up against the Warriors team and you've done nothing. <laughs> I know I'm just speaking the obvious, but end of the day, guys, like, Luke Brooks isn't a first grader. Yeah, I think Adrian? we can all agree yeah. on that. Yeah, Adrian's about to take his headphones off and fucking <laughs> fuck off his side. He's done. <laughs> we might wrap it up here, boys. <laughs> no, I agree. You yeah, need that before I start? No, you're good. Go. Let's listen. Mate, can, can we do a drum roll for your rant? <laughs> nah, it's not, it's not like a rant. I, was, I got angry and angry and angry as we watched it. From the 20-minute mark, Tigers were never going to win that game. No. They were never going to win that game. They didn't want to be in the wrestle. Uh, Mitchell Moses is in a defensive centre. Well, Mitchell um, Moses is playing for Parramatta. Uh, the other one, Mumbai, Moses Mumbai. Uh, so Mumbai. when it's like when you do the uh, first at the name game. <laughs> Sorry, uh, he's not a. It, Moses is a defensive centre either. See, so I'm right on both parts. Yeah, could be right twice. Um, <laughs> Mate, yes, on the goal kick too. It's always been his issue. <laughs> but three goal kickers for you boys on the weekend, dude. And none of them can kick this broadside yeah, of a Dooley, barn. Dooley, Moses, and Benji. Seriously, if the three of us went down to Jamo Park today, dude, I could kick. And had ten shots from the sideline. I'd kick eight of them. I would back us to probably kick at least six each. They can't kick six each. From 20 out 20 wide, they take two. and co- Anyway, they <laughs> a Ford pack that matched it last time. I know 12 probably was underdone because he's out again this week. Uh, they had nothing through the middle. Once those uh, Warriors forward started rolling, there was nothing there. First 20 minutes, I will beat is when Harry Grant had space playing for Benji. It looked like, oh, we're just going to toy with him. But then there was nothing. And then it got pretty. And then back half, they're chasing. So put Luke Brooks on, who plays dummy half, who that means Harry Grant, who's our best player, touches the ball half as much, which, and, yeah, and he can't be a wizard when he hasn't a fucking ball in his hand, but, uh, so that was awful, Brooks is going to be the most capped player ever to not play finals at the end of this season, and he deserves it, quite frankly. He's um, taking over as chief playmaker as well, and why, that's right, like, he wanted to be, on there, he, he comes on, like, he co- he's like the last he's two weeks, on as well, he like, comes on, and he thinks he has a point to prove, so no, he wants he, to touch he, a ball every time, he's overdoing and peanuts his hand. keep passing it to he, him, he's overdoing his hand, yeah, he should just get out dummy half and keep him quiet, uh, that's not even back across it though. There was enough. For, I thought our whether it was a whether it was a game we had to have to after a few big matchups against better teams in terms of our forward pack, young forward pack being tired. It's the only excuse we possibly make because the rest was average. Um, Dewey gets better and better. Like you forget he's only he turned 22 today. I'll, I'll give him that. Um, but apart but from that, first grader. I want to mention though. I want to mention Jack Hetherington, who is an angry, angry man, and uh, I'm actually looking forward to what he does this weekend as well. But he has his eyes spinning it. all the time. Um, he comes not, out every game, picks a matchup. You yeah. can see that there's a bloke he, that he's, he's targeting, yeah. and he goes and he's won it pretty much oh, every game. He's I would have loved to see that. The only thing is, I wish Pack had been playing on the weekend. Even against Hargroves, that would have been 12 and 12. One thing I like about Heverington, okay, if Penrith weren't doing well, he'll be playing first grade. Oh, he'd be the, he'd, want, he'd be a starter. Yeah, but 100%. He's playing good for the Warriors. So, the future, he, does he essentially – sorry to butt in. Does he – he probably starts Penrith next year if uh, Tamo goes somewhere. Well, Tom, oh, people are looking at Tamo right now. Tomo. That's what I mean, too. Cowboys are looking at him. No, I don't think he'll go back up to North Queensland. No, I'm just saying, like, people are looking oh, yeah. at Tamo. You know yeah, what we need to do? We need to get Ben Eichen talking about Tamo. Then he'll go to Brisbane next week. <laughs> <laughs> He's been uh, in great form. There'll be plenty of teams signed. He should actually go to Brisbane. He'd be a good fit for Brisbane. But Hetherington's next contract's going to be a pretty good one, I reckon. Oh, um, fuck yeah. Just on the impression that he's already um, given out there, you know, and 
mate. Every every pack needs that enforcer type. Well, apparently, sharks are looking at Tarmel as well because they reckon the feed is already done. And yeah, well, out. and then the same age because his knee injury. Performances, um, yeah, you couldn't argue with that. Really, no, he no. played oh, one and a half decent games. And, yeah, yeah so um, he probably is cooked. Catello's good. Like, really good, good enough. Yeah, um, no, he's good young, good young fella coming through. Same with Hetherington. And as Damo pointed out, is Blake Green this week the first player to play the same team twice in the seven days apart? Because Green's at Newcastle pretty sure right now. It has happened. I'm pretty sure I do remember it happening a few years ago. But yeah, yeah, it wouldn't have happened many times, that's for sure. Um, yeah, and the Warriors are dumb for letting him go. Man. Oh, mate, the, so, yeah, the yeah, only yeah. reason why... We know the agency and all that. Agency, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but to but let him go is, mid-season now, I reckon that's one of the stupidest calls No, but okay, well, I heard, well, for, apparently Todd Payton had to say Green asked for his release, so Payton didn't say, well, go then. Yeah. Well, if that's the only case, yeah, go. Understandable. But if you were the Warriors, surely you'd have to say, no, we at least want you for the end of the season because... Remember, this is going back six weeks where... Oh, no, yeah. Um, there's bigger fish to fry at the Warriors, probably. But I think we said this a few weeks ago. If Pierce got a good six, because Watson's out, Man's out, Ponga needs someone. No, Man's been playing awesome. Man's in. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Man's out. But you know what? Uh, just no, he's just, just on that though, right? What you were saying, Peyton told him, "I will go." Then. My bad. Why don't the Warriors just tell Peyton to go now? Well, they, it he might told him to go and stick it. Did anyone see yet last night? Yes. Yeah, basically yeah. said. Uh, he basically they offered him the job. I was gonna, we'll save, no, let's save this to the news because yeah, we spent 20 oh, minutes talking yep. about this stupid games, game of yeah. footy. Um, how good are the Tigers? So where, do, uh, where to now? Uh, yeah. I'll cricket, buy you the cricket spoon season. now. <laughs> um, right. And a spoon. No, it won't be spoon, but... No, no, and you know what's more frustrating? Shit. No, you know what's more frustrating is we'll beat East or Melbourne the last two rounds. Probably. We will. We will. I promise you we will. To finish okay. ninth. And to finish ninth. I promise you we will. <laughs> anyway, Broncos 26, Sharks 36. Broncos should have won this game. Yeah. They could not put it away. Yeah. Uh, I want... Uh, go on, Barney. Tell some stats and then we'll go to the table and you can talk about your Sharkies. Right, so the sets were 39 out of 45 for the... Uh, sorry, wrong one. 40, <laughs> sets were 29 out of 34 for the Broncos and 31 out of 39 for the Sharks. Line Breaks ten to six for the Broncos. Tackle bus were forty six out of uh, forty six for the Broncos and twenty nine for the Sharks. Offloads thirteen to eight to Brisbane. Penalties three apiece. Uh, errors were seven for the Broncos, nine for the Sharks. Uh, Broncos had to make an extra 30, 35 tackles. Carrigan made forty nine tackles. Woods with forty three. Uh, Payne Huss with two hundred and seventeen meters and Rudolph with two hundred and eleven meters. Supercoach points were Tony Staggs with one hundred and twenty points. Uh, Boyd with 111. I'm not sure how many people would have Boyd in their team, but you got 111. Hamlin and Ueli with 92 and Katoa with 76 points. Sorry. Uh, do you two would see the game, boys? Yeah. I think Brisbane should have won this. Any dad? Oh, uh, I really think Brisbane should have won this. Uh, was it? What's the prop's name for Brisbane? Flagler? Flagler. Flagler. That run he done against one of your boys, he he was nearly there. And I reckon he takes him, Brisbane win that uh, game. You know, right you, know the, you know what happened with that one? He, oh, for, no, the one where his shirt, the collar yeah, pulled off, yeah. the crappy Sharks merchandise. Collar pulled off. He grabs him by the collar, drags him in a touch. Yeah. <laughs> he had him. But uh, anyway, that's. That's a marketing thing, right? Yeah, yeah, big but shout I, out to I, Icon I think, I think, the key, Lux, I think yeah. if he makes that tackle, there's a whole different scenario in the game because little moments like that. 
no matter the time, <laughs> it makes a big difference Absolutely. in the game. Great effort. I, I think Cronulla actually done well to hold on personally, but I think Brisbane deserved to win that game in a way. Cronulla got away lucky, and without a couple of their boys being ruled out at the very last minute with Dugan and Ramian, so they held their own. Good on them. Well done. Tre- you know the W. Ever? Yeah, no, man, the Broncos, they shouldn't have lost that game. They were in a great position. They shot, shot too early. I, I thought Katoni Staggs was good on his comeback. He brought a lot of uh, positive energy for him. And as I said uh, the other week, Darius Boy playing fullback is good with the communication. And that, so, Can say that defence up. That's right. And that, I thought it was a better effort from him. So, yeah. I, I, I'll let, do, you want to go, do you want to go first? I'll, you get last. I thought it was the most structured Broncos have been in a long time. I thought they looked pretty good. I, I, whether that's a coincidence that Seabold was sitting on the sideline again, I'm not sure. Uh, but they had their defence line set up. The Fords were good. Fafita back this week will help. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've got to give it up to Darius. I've got to give it up to Tony Stagg is probably the strike centre in the comp. I told you about Darius last week. I said it's going to help him yeah, being at fullback yeah, yeah. and helping that defensive line. Kudos to you, my friend. Um, okay, but Stags was red hot. Uh, Herbie tried his little butt off out there, our man Herbie. And uh, they probably... It's a win is win and losers lose at the end of the day. And they lost a game they should have won. They didn't play um, any minutes. The flip side, we, I wrapped uh, Rudolph last week, but he was good again. And uh, when they had to be when it had to be stood up, it was the it was Johnson and it was the A grade players that uh, made the difference in those last twelve points at the end. Um, your thoughts, David Harvey? Yeah, so I I thought the Bronco, that's a, that's the best effort from the Broncos have put in for the entire season. Um, I read it a bit differently, to be honest. I thought the Sharks were pretty much in control and then once again took their foot off the, uh, the throttle. Uh, 18 points came through Talakai defending in the centres, mate. you got a big second rower trying to defend in the centres against Katoni Staggs, who carves up was good that defensive centres. Was that your jersey 14? Yeah. Yeah. He was a beast. He, was a, he did now, a the great flip side, job, the flip mate, side of it, not stop The flip side of it in the first five minutes. He defend down no. in that corner. Now, in the so. first five minutes, you were so excited to watch him be running over other centres. I wanted to centers, see him run at him. But yeah, they shot yeah, yeah. But, uh, mate, Katoni Staggs carved Catch up that. good defenders and then yeah. he um, he absolutely carved up Talakai down that side. Most of their points came from, from that side and I reckon if you had a normal, if Ramian's on that side, that they get maybe six, There's a maybe ten there. uh, points down that side and the score ends up being 40 to, you know, 18. So um, okay. I, I thought it should have been a 13 plus. Um, yeah, Sharks let up again in the middle, but um, Johnson's been supreme with his game management and kicking, um, obviously. He's leading try assists and um, line breaks and all the rest of it. So he's um, he's been basically the whole Sharks attack. Graham keeps missing tackles. I don't know what's happening with him as well, which didn't wasn't helping Talakai out on that side either. I'd well, say even with Chaddy as well, with Johnson. Johnson's actually taking control of the whole team. Even yeah. when Chaddy's there, Johnson's actually finally stood up yeah, yeah. and well, got his Townsend price tag hadn't now. been doing anything anyway, no. realistically. No. You, you want to know what, I, what else I was really impressed with about what Cronulla? I know this is going to be just random, but 11 of the players that played for Cronulla on the weekend were part of that Newtown Premiership team yeah. last year. So it's pretty good depth and full kind of, of, um, of it. first first grade game. But isn't yeah. that um that's no coincidence since more and more of them have been filtering in yeah. and they've played together. No, they're, I mean. they're fortunate to turn around from the last. And Morris has coached them for weeks. the last three years yeah. as well, so, um, all through their juniors. When yeah. they, and they had a pretty good side going through that junior um, setup as well. 
But, um, yeah, no, I thought the Sharks were pretty good. Um, they did switch off for half an hour, and um, Katoni Staggs, yeah, carved up Talakai down that side. But um, I was actually, that's probably, I was more impressed with that performance than most that okay. the Sharks yeah, fair put enough, out this that's year. That's they're still missing way too many tackles. They yeah. missed 40 tackles. And Is Connor Tracy going to be the full-time number seven sooner rather than later? I fucking hope not. I was going to say, what the fuck? Are you serious? Um, <laughs> Who is? I'm saying Townsend. Who's no, the other one? Townsend, he's, it's Townsend and Johnson. Billy Magulius. Trindle. Magulius comes Trindle's in at 13 or 12 or something like through. that. If you ask me. Magul- oh, I think Magulius needs a better run, personally. Oh, I think but, he should leave Canola and go elsewhere and get a run. Magulius could play anywhere in the back row. That's what but, I mean. I think Magulius, you need to give Magulius a run. Trindle's the next half in waiting, I think. Yeah, um, Br- Braden's a good player. Connor, yeah, Connor Tracy, he, he goes okay, but he's got too many um, he's a reserve utility. My mistake. In my opinion, he's okay. a reserve utility. He's like Jai Fielder at the moment, pal. Okay, like cool. Um, very last question. Yes, I know. Does Stags play Origin? Yes. He's a Queenslander, yes. and I reckon yes. No, he's New South Wales. Tony. Yeah. Who was the one we we're talking about? Is it Katoni Stag? Who's the other one? Oh, Coates. <laughs> Coates. Yeah, Coates is a Queenslander. The winger. Right? Yeah, yeah, he, he has he... to be big plays by default because he's only got 13 plays. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, Katoni Stags? Yes. Unless Turbo. like. We've... Unless Turbo. No, you know what? You can still have Turbo in the centres and you can put Whiten back to the bench as a utility and Stags. Whiten be, yeah. starts. I think, I think so. if Stags is fit for the rest of the season, they won't be able to not pick him. So yeah, if he, he plays, can't. if he plays, to keep on the way he played on the weekend. Mate, why not? And how most of the games him? that he's been fit this year as well, he's carved up he's a been lot a of people. He's how yeah. do you ignore him? He's an absolute athlete. Yep. Uh, I just say, Tom, just a question about his defence. Yeah. But in the day, as long as he scores, the he has his pants him. pulled down a lot. Mm. Brad Fittler will teach him that, buddy. If he's yeah, in the camp. It. Oh. I don't know, I thought it was pretty clever. All right, Roosters 18 beat Titans 12. <laughs> Footwork's uh, a bit sloppy every now and then. Didn't yeah. lot. Uh, he's got good hands, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stop it. Roosters 18. <laughs> oh, welcome to Club Trev, everybody. Um, <laughs> I've got my pen. This is um, very, very sloppy for the this Roosters. This was a yuck game, and Titans almost a better team beats Roosters. I don't know really what to say about this game because... Um, Maturity got through. Yeah, they, that they, they got class free, prevailed. They knew how to win the game. Yeah. That was it. They didn't put their foot to the pedal or anything like that because I called Bruce's 13 plus. Titans are actually doing okay at the moment, but yeah, I think Roosters just got their well, maturity mate. over the line. Teddy there, Orbison, um, friend. I think just the maturity got them over the line. I think they're struggling and limping. Anything you want to say, True? Mate, I just think it's um, the Roosters, it's good that they're winning the games ugly. Like I know if I was uh, Trent Robinson, yeah, I wouldn't be happy at times, but they've put teams... Like to the slaughterhouse, coming up against the Titans in this game. Yeah, granted they've had players out the Roosters, but winning the tight games, and that's what you want to see as a coach. How do we handle the tight games? Because anyone can blow anyone off the park. It's how you handle the tight games. That's fair enough, comment. Barney, stats and uh, your opinion? Yeah, it sets with 31 to 39 from the Roosters and 33 out of 41 for the Titans. Line breaks three to four. Uh, tackle busts were 26 for the Roosters, 25 for the Titans. Offloads 10 to 15. Penalties uh, conceded, five for the Roosters, seven for the Titans. Uh, tackles were pretty much exactly the same. Jake Friend made 51 tackles. Pete's with 43. Ikevalu with 247 metres and Kelly with 209 and probably one of the better performances I've ever seen him play. Uh, Manu with 83 Supercoach points. Teddy with 80. 
Philip Sammy with 78, uh, 79 for the Titans, and Kelly again with 71. He's a good player, Kelly. Yeah. He's at another club. He's a little a bit small. Hot player, um, but yeah. yeah, with the big well, boys running at him in the centres. Kelly. Yeah. Talking about Brian Kelly. Yeah, never since you man, give him a rap, he was that man. Average yeah. Last year, before you go and Reaper run point, up Titans. 2.0. <laughs> Yes, and? Yeah, no, I was just saying. Like, he, he's, <laughs> Sorry. Always had, no, he's, he's always had the yeah, potential. We watched him play, actually, yeah. He's, he's a good uh, athlete. Uh, he's quick. He's, um, um, he's got the he's potential. A, he's a yeah, little try, though. He's a little, he's a little try. He doesn't give up. Mm. Whatever that means. Um, the, the Titans were really tough, again. Um, dominated in parts. They actually dominated the Roosters forwards for parts of that game, which I was quite surprised about. Um but yeah, and with the additions next year, I think they're going to be a completely yeah. different team uh, come this time next year. Yeah. But um, yeah, they're just uh, the clutch and control. Uh, at times, they let them off the hook. With the, uh, I think there was one or two that went out on the full and just and and bad really poor out the kicks. Full. Um, and it comes back to one bloke wearing six. To be honest with you, really? Yeah, he runs with um, Ray Trailer. I actually think he's actually no, improving his game. Rashton Trailer. No, sorry, oh, I think he's improving his game. Honestly. I, I think he's slowly getting better, dollar but man, the, they're relying yeah, yeah, on. Um, I wouldn't call him a million dollar man. They're relying on the the bloke inside him, you know, and Fogarty's, he's got what, four or five games. Like, Fogarty's doing good. When the shit hits the fan, they go to a bloke who's had five games compared to their million dollar man. I hope when they've got their answer to why they're in the business. I hope when they've got their hot forward pack next year, they back Fogarty to have a go behind. You have a to. decent four You have yeah. to, surely. You've got to give a bloke a chance, surely. Um, Especially the way he's been playing with the average team. Trev, uh, just as a coach, yep. um, how would you structure your head shuffles? Fanny Vaughton. So next year with what you can see from the Titans this yep. year and you throw in the cattle they're picking up, how would you set up that team and how would you want that team to play? Um, or do you want some time for homework? No, I, I might need time for homework. <laughs> consult with your assistant over here. <laughs> yeah, consult with all of my assistant. Uh, uh, no, number one. Uh, Bloody Flanagan's popping up everywhere. Titan ticket holder. <laughs> um, no, I just think um, with the Titans at the moment, like they're moving in the right direction. Obviously, they've got Fafita going there. But I, I just think um, just at the moment, just... I just they need to try something different around the ruck, you know, because like with the forward pack that they had got, they got size, speed, they're versatile, and I think if they can play more of a passing game through their forwards, they can open up room for their halves and their outside backs. But you know who used to do that? They got a bloke there that used to have for all the time. Rain, Peachy, Peachy in the middle or on oh, the tyro. edge. Would you go focus more towards the middle or an edge if you if you want your forwards to shift? You want your front rowers oh, doing no, it or your back rowers? Oh, man, I could get them all doing it. In, in that, like, oh, I don't want to go into too much of my own playbook, but... Mm. Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know it's in demand. There's under sixes everywhere lining up for you, Trev. But. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you right now, right, my playbook, right... Like, I had full-grown men who used to whinge about it, but then I used to get under-15s to do it, and they did it without a problem, and it came off. Yeah. You know, like, so... But it is what it is, you know. It's just a little bit different to what people used to, but you know what? If they play it smart and 
I do that. You know, have the passing out from the forwards, have your front rowers, have your back rowers. If everyone is playing in their motion and that and everyone's an option, they can do um, good things. Yeah, that's one of my bugbears when I watch footy is there's not enough um, there's not enough support pushing up with the ball. Yeah, that's right. way too much one out stuff. That's right. You need blokes providing angles and uh, running at holes. Does Otherwise that come back to the your creativity spot? just dies. They're just big boys rolling it up the middle. Yeah, or? but does that come back to the substitutes? Because they've dropped it from 12 to 10 to 8. Does that come with uh, yeah, fitness? Maybe, but uh, or, as possibly. Well. No, but there was games. They generally, a lot of them generally don't run angles either, but they just no. run, you know, they run their line and that's their line and that's it. No, they don't. Some wise lately. There's something. What game was it? It might have been Saturday night actually. Was like, there was a game on the weekend. There was four or five blokes who made half bus, and if there was someone they could pop it to. Oh, they got And had the, and had the chance to do yeah. it. Like they had. They'll mow down they could have popped the ball out anywhere they wanted and had no support. I can't think of Anyway. Yeah, the Titans are going to have to go with the power game. Obviously, they've got that massive pack next year. They're going to have to develop off the back of just running power lines. Right, they've got three of right the now. best forwards in the game next year coming to them. So. Dave Fafita will be running out on that edge. He'll be playing like a young Tony Polatour used to, and he'll be carving teams up. <laughs> as long as he's got the support with him as well, you got you Mo and Tito in the middle, mate. They're, they're going to be a pretty good forward pack next year. Yep. Uh, and last comment on the game, um, Teddy, to my eyes, doing basically the work of three blokes three, these oh, days, he, and I'm he's still with, with no Tapao, no, um, no, neither the Morris's two posts, two posts. Two posts sorry, I to, I the ball. breaks you know, attack or ran off. Sorry to um, go, I reckon I'll be shocked if he doesn't get injured in the next four weeks. Just a hammy or a little strain, calf strain or something like that to be up for a you week. You know whose team he's in. The old Disney are the bloody Reapers. Nah, no, I've had him for two now. <laughs> Gutho's this week, don't worry. Two weeks, it's a fresh blood. Um, Next game. But it, it is taking its toll. It's taking its toll. It's going to. Yeah. When a player has to do the workload of three people, it's going to take your toll. I've seen him on the weekend. He had team. his hands on his head when he, any other day you'd yeah. expect Teddy to be there for the offload. You see, you he wasn't see, there. He was last, in the background I reckon the last four weeks you've seen him on his haunches more than I've ever seen him on his haunches. Well, there's no teams playing 80 minutes at the moment except for probably the Panthers. Yeah, it uh, just comes back to the even then you're pushing the 80 with yeah. them, and they're the best team performing. Raiders 14, got against the tough Cowboys 12. Barney stats? Yeah, so we had 35 out of 42 sets for the Cowboys uh, for the Raiders, and 30. What have I done here? I've missed one. Sorry, line breaks two apiece, errors 12, 12 apiece, which is a pretty um, pretty glaring stat. Tackle bus with 13 for the Cowboys, 21 for the Raiders. Offloads 11 to 9 for the Cowboys. Penalties three apiece, and the tackles were only 10 different. Uh, Robson made 58 tackles. Starling made 46 tackles and continues to impress. Uh, Tamalolo with 241 metres and Rapana with 193 metres. Tamalolo, 109 supercoach points. Robson with 88. Bateman with 88. And Young with 66. Can I put out that palm? That Robson got absolutely put on his ass. <laughs> that was got a face print on his face. Oh, that went to Spain, <laughs> my lord. That was ridiculous. That was a good run. Uh, anything else from the game, Damo? Not really. I, I think that was just a tough, gritty game, honestly. Oh, I reckon it could have went. Didn't it? Uh, I reckon it could have nearly went either way. But Cameron done what they did. Trent to win. Georgie Pie. Oh, Georgie here we go. <laughs> he loves the clutch, Georgie, doesn't he? I keep saying it. I've said it forever. But he loves the clutch. <laughs> Does he like the clutch or the crutch? Uh, Why not both? <laughs> his name's not Katoni, but uh, that's different. Uh, sorry. Steer away. <laughs> nah, mate, I thought he done well. You know, like you controlled that. With the Dutch rudder or what? <laughs> 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 okay, carry on. 
Yeah, no, I, I thought he'd done really well in that game. You know, like in previous years, like Canberra would normally struggle in those real tight games, but he directed them around because he's used to it being with Wigan. And mate, I was really happy with the way he played. Barney Boy, what did you take out of the game? Um, I thought the Cowboys actually looked better at the back end of that game and thought they might have come over the top of the Raiders. Um, the Raiders and both teams actually lacked a bit of creativity at points there. The game sort of got bogged down and there was nothing nothing different. It was just sort of same old, same old and going through was, the motions there. probably there for 40 a minutes of, of that. Yeah, there was. Just, a, oh, we'll, 20 we'll, minutes either side yeah, of the it half. Was just yeah. like, that was the biggest game I've seen in a long time where it was just, we'll just do this and we'll kick it and then they'll do it to us and then we'll catch it and we'll do the same thing. So, and, um, there was nothing happening. Whitens, in my opinion, seems to have stopped challenging the line. He's still throwing that big cutout ball, but he's doing it two steps before he was yeah. doing it last year. And that, you know, the defense has already They're seen that, that it's going. So, um, uh, yeah, George was really good. Bateman was super impressive again. He's actually one of those back rowers that does run those angles. And um, you saw at the back end there where he made that big bust and set up the try in the middle. They're going to miss him next year. Made a big difference. Um, yeah, he's just all energy. He's a little bit smaller than most back rowers, but he's um, he's tough. A big plus for Canberra nails. at the moment was Corey. I, I think, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. he helped Canberra. I reckon, I don't, There's plenty of rust there. It's going to take a few no, weeks to... But they were around that 70 Personally, you think if Corey wasn't there, I don't think they get over the line in a way. I and as was, he gets better, he's going to... Con- oh yeah. There was, there was times about this 60-minute mark that on. They end up winning by 13. There was games at 60-minute mark on. He was doing some bit of tough stuff that wouldn't be happening. Yeah, 1%. A lesser player wouldn't be doing. And he's, you need your 1%. He's a, he's you need a, a Corey. Je- it's like Penrith. You, he, need your eyes you know, and he said you miss him next year. He's the replacement for next year. Yes. they found him. And once he gets fit pre-season again, he's sweet to go. He's a new player. For the first 10 or 15 minutes he was out there. Obviously. Not, obviously, when he's in full form, he's hitting the blokes, leaning over their shoulder and throwing that ball back where he was sort of getting hit and stopped and propped up. But, he, um, yeah, he was good for considering he hasn't played the game for however long, you know, since um, six, back in the last six year, months. was it? Oh, first yeah. game. Hey, yeah. yeah, he played this year and um, it was one. <laughs> Give or take. Yeah, the Raiders, um, again, their middles are, got a little bit sloppy there at, at times. But, um, yeah, I'd like to see the Raiders probably push the ball playing a little bit more rather than the, the running at the edges. Yeah. But um, their middles were super strong again. The, that pack is going to – their pack's going to match it with pretty much everybody that's running around. So um, Not a bad pack. Yeah, the Raiders will be happy with the win. I thought the Cowboys probably could have and should have got away with the, got away with it at the back end. Um, we'll get through the next three pretty quickly, but uh, Penrith 42, Seagulls 12. Do we need to say much about that? That was, show there. that was an absolute clinic. They're the uh, best team in the comp. They were hot. Anyone at Gal go around a table, do some stats, Barney, then we'll do a quick statement. Yeah, so 27 out of 37 sets for Manly and 40 out of 44 for Penrith. <laughs> Tackle bus 26 to Manly, 23 to Penrith. Line breaks 2 to Manly, 9 to Penrith. Offloads 8 to 6 to Manly. Penalties conceded 4 for Penrith and 2 to the Manly. Errors were 11 8. Um, the stats pretty much were, weren't too far apart. Levi, top tackler, with 51 for Manly. 52 for Coruscant. Chaboyevic with 144 metres uh, was the top metre gainer for Manly. And Naden with 250 metres. Up and DCE with 102 supercoach points. Chaboyevic with 94. Cleary with 138. And Yo. 
reliable as ever with 87. He had 76 before he went off the field. Yeah. He was barely on the field for that before he got his head on. Do you really say much about Penrith at the moment? That was a clinic of the weekend. Like, mainly tried putting the same play that they put on Para a couple of weeks ago. When I think they should have won both times when we played them. Obviously, the forward pass got him in Does the first game. But mainly he tried coming out and playing the same game plan that they did against Para, against Penner, where Para and Penner What does that mean for you as a Para fan? A bit nervous? Scared. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. scared, especially the way we can play against Bulldogs. We'll get into that later. But I think Penrith just put it on an absolute clinic on the weekend. It was a clearing show, obviously, and I think he played great. Kicking was unbelievable. What can you say? That they put on the clinic. They were the best team of the weekend, and that was it. Trev? Yeah, no, Cleary showing his dominance. He's taking his game to another level. It's something that you expect from your origin halfback. And that, and I can see if he keeps on being this, man, he'll be the kangaroo halfback. He'll be a showing seven. Oh, I, think he's, I think it's automatic. Oh, I reckon he's a showing seven. He's taking over Cherry. The oh, stats-wise already says oh, he's better than Cherry. Oh, 100, 100%. And, you know, Cherry yeah. even gave him a rap at the end of the game, you know. Like, like you know, saying, oh, mate, he, he played awesome. He played great. But also, guys, I like, got, oh, like, you know, how about the Forbes, the boy from Forbes, Charlie Staines, another two tries. Six tries in 107 minutes. And he didn't play the 80. <laughs> he didn't even get the 80. He played 20, 20, 26 right? minutes. Right? Like, he goes off, NATO goes to the wing, and NATO ends up scoring as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it just yeah. shows they got they got some good stuff happening out there at Penrith. You know, but, but even, um, like, they got Malachi coming Mal- this week. Well, Mal- Malachi played great against Gold Coast last week. I think every yeah. time he got the ball was someone was near him. His defence and his attack coming yeah. out of his own line was great as well. Yep. Like, yes, I know Charlie Staines is getting the praise that he's getting and so he should. But Malachi played great last week as well and that's just Penrith oh, being right. Penrith at the moment. Penrith they got Penrith. young boys coming through and they're doing their job. Mate, but Brent Naden, you know, he, mate, he, he reminds me of uh, Matt Gidley. Everything about him, size, strength, speed, off cut. I think he's bigger. <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, mate, just everything about him reminds me of Matt Gidley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think he's hard to leave out now, to be honest. He is. He was hard to leave out before, but... Oh, I yeah. thought it was rough that he was out before. But, oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, Barney? Yeah, well, um, the, the, the thing that really caught me was that Manly actually held their own in the middle. So, you know, Penrith destroyed them on the edges, but if they'd got the role in the middle, it could have been even worse. That's um, where your possession comes in. Yeah, their their outside backs can they're um, just dynamite, mate. When if they get a bit of free ball out in out on the edges, they'll carve up plenty of teams. And then no matter who they bring either. And their forward pack is tough as nails. It's the I think it's probably the best pack run around at the moment. Uh, game after so. game after game. Has to be, so. yeah, has to be. Right. I shouldn't wrap yeah. um, Yo because obviously he's oh, yeah. a workhorse and he's great. But like if, he, he's now he's playing great touch footy as well. Like he he's playing really Origin caliber. He's throwing a pretty good feet. Second, yeah, and, yeah. Nice, and um, nice really good short, um, short passes. Like, like if New South Wales did another depth there, he, he has, to, he has to be in the conversation at least against Titans two weeks back. He was nearly a second five eight half that game, he and was, he barely misses a tackle. Too. Yeah, if you're talking about Origin, but he has to least be in the conversation. At least. I know we got depth there, but he's yeah. got to be at least be in there. Uh, Eels, 18. Beat the Bulldogs, 16. Uh, Damo. Damo. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. Should have lost You have game. the floor for two minutes. Should have lost this game. There was about eight to six minutes to go in the second half. Aiden Tolman, I think it was, took the quick tap 12 metres out. If I was a Bulldog supporter, I would have been blowing up. Yeah, you got, take, a, you got take, a fair whack on yeah. social media. <laughs> take the two. 
take the two because you're 18 all. And at that time, Bulldogs had it all over Para. Para were literally just sitting trying to defend, defend, defend. Well, look at it. If they scored off it, mate, oh, smart decision, you know. But, so. they, but the whole thing was they didn't where you were guaranteed the two. Dogs would have had, had probably four shots to goal. That's what I mean. Take the guaranteed two. Take your 18 all because in the end they didn't. Para defended their line. And now Bulldogs are now on the back foot because they're trying to chase the game. And that's where yeah, Para could actually consolidate and they just probably sit, get sit. first shot at field goal. And That's what I mean. Ta- I'll, I'll take the W, like, as any other team would, no matter the points or how the game went. You'll take the W. The but I, I personally think Bulldogs should have won that game. And I said this last week, this is going to be a dirty, gritty yeah, game. You said you wanted oh, them to win ugly, all. mate, and that was We fucking, won ugly. and That, that was offensive. That, that wasn't was, even fucking That was more than know, ugly. You know, lesson from the weekend is that winners win. So East, Canberra, and uh, sh- uh, not even Sharks actually East Canberra Roosts East Canberra Para maybe Sharks to an extent win well, against yeah, teams I'll that don't win and it, you win ugly you take the two points because if you know your best is better than that you got to take it but, but it, it just it's like it's like when we do Sharks tips and that winners win you don't want to but we done it against the Tigers the other week as well yeah like that was two ugly games in a row if you ask me oh, yeah, in my opinion well not my it's not fair to say this but Tigers probably should have won that game and they lost because they're losers. I've always said, I said this last week and I'll say it this week. Yeah, I should have won and Bulldogs should have won. Yeah. And I'm happy that Para is actually now standing up and winning these you, you ugly win, games. Because you win four games ugly, that's eight points. Eight points is a massive turnaround in any comp. Yeah. You want your um, form so we can go out. Yeah. We can go out play the roosters because we got roosters. I think in a couple of weeks, and we got Melbourne as well. Yeah. We can go day, out there and probably flog them now, and it'll be like, oh, well, you flog top teams. Why are you losing to these two low teams? I don't know what that feels like. But you've lost to you've won ugly. We lost dirty to the roosters a few weeks ago. So why not? You have to have those dirty, gritty games if you're going to be a contender. Yes, I know Penrith in my eyes are actually the contender at the moment, personally. But I think if Parra wins that. Melbourne are now going to have to win ugly. Roosters have been winning ugly lately as well. So there you go. There's four teams right there in my eyes who are grand finalists in a way. And end of the day, okay, you don't want to be sitting there end of the year mad Monday saying, oh, only if we won those tight games, we could have been playing, well, any other year, September football, but this year it's going to be October footy, and, and you don't want to be there. So that's why it's good to win these games. doesn't matter what wins or win. That's right. I agree. Bam. So 34 out of 42 sets for the Dogs, 31 out of 40 for the Eels. Uh, line breaks were 4 to 2 to the Dogs. Uh, 20 tackle busts to 17 to the Dogs. Offloads were 18 to 20. Uh, penalties conceded, but eight penalties conceded by the Dogs to only three from the Eels. Um, errors were eight to the Dogs and 12 to the Eels. Um, tells a bit of story there. Number, Discipline was pretty yeah, ugly. Numbers in the there. Um, Tolman with 45 tackles and Mahoney with 61 tackles again. Montoya with 161 metres and Paulo with 226 metres. Fatala Mariner with 85 supercoach points. Tolman with 78. Uh, Paulo with 103 and Sean Lane with 81. Uh, that's probably the reason that you won. Your forward pack got you over the line there uh, and the fact that the dogs don't have that extra flash of creativity that they need desperately. Um, we've said it If the Bulldogs had a spi- any, any form of a spine, the Bulldogs win by 12. It might even be worth throwing Avarillo in there at six and just going run and run and run and just you know. do what you want. 
I don't know. Now, as but, for Avarillo, it's anyone I want to mention. What about his first of all, his try? But I talk oh. about every week. He is a try sneak. You talk about try sneaks. He finds one every week. His acceleration, I think, yeah. is. He's just gone. You know, you just, give him that half a gap. But, and what, he's, what he's, he, he's very athletic as well. I, th- I, I think I've said this line probably, what have we been, round 13. I've said this line 10 times this year. Avarillo, they've got something of Avarillo, but I don't know what it is. But he finds, he, he can find he's the line. He's a footballer. He loves yeah. the game. You can see it. He's just the energy constantly, and he's yeah, he's got some toe. So, mm. and the best thing about why another good thing about the Bulldogs, he's not uh, a winger though. But then it's like, what is he? I don't know. Good thing about like I'm excited about the Bulldogs is that they're going to put up even more fights because new coaches coming in next year, contracts are up for grabs. Yeah, you're fighting for your spot too. That's right. But Tyler Marin has been their best for the last couple of weeks. He's been going awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the, the dogs obviously they they needed a half. Um, I, don't, I don't know who it is, where they find it, but they needed but, it. Uh, Storm twenty six, yes, night sixteen. Barney, winners win. Winners win again. Um, now I did uh, scythe down the greatest player of all time, so I'm proud of myself. Uh, apart from that, it was. Ripper. It's now a sixth fascination. I just want to watch him get injured. Yeah, I want somebody else with like their knee pointing that way and the oh, ankle going that way. Next so, week, yeah, you I did Corey Oates in here a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I did. Yes, yes, yes. He'll bring Look, somebody. He's still in. here. Whoever, whoever hobbles off the field this week, he'll bring him in just because he's like, oh, something will snap next week. What's this? Sure. I thought it was car crash. Like, what was it? A car crash injury. Look who's sitting on my bench. Corio. There it oh, is. My God. Look, I've got one thing to say about this game. Obviously, Melbourne. Hasn't Dunlop. played since. Hasn't played since. Sorry, uh, Musgrove out for the season. Ted DeVriano out of cell. Sewell's suspended. Madison uh, currently in a loony bin somewhere. Uh, Corio. Oates uh, in traction. Okay, um, listeners, anyone that Adrian says was supercoach? Deny. Just run across. Yeah. Melbourne, 31 out of 38 <laughs> sets. Knights with 28 out of 39. Melbourne made seven line breaks to two for the Knights. Tackle bus with 40 for Melbourne and 29 for the Knights. Offloads, eight to 10. Uh, penalties, five apiece. Errors, 12 to the Knights and nine to Melbourne. Uh, tackle stats were only three different. Bromwich made 34 tackles. Guerra with 40. Uh, Little Puppy with 248 metres. Ponga with 183. Uh, Tito Fasa. Sua Malai with 107 supercoach points and Munster with 71, Guerra with 84 and Ponga with 70. Look, I think I think in the first 15, give or take, I think Melbourne scored first and Newcastle scored straight after. I'm like, oh, Newcastle feel like they're up for a fight here. Obviously, that didn't end up with the case. Papenhausen, what he done to Caelan Ponga oh. was absolutely disgusting. Disgusting, right? Because if you go back, Trev, you might remember this. You go back a few years ago, Caelan Ponga done that to Teddy in his own goal line, turn him inside yeah. out. That was filthy, and I loved it. And he put up a little social media yeah. post as well and yeah. tagged Caelan. Because this is boys, just back for back in the juniors yeah, when you juniors, were doing that. That's right. So those <laughs> boys, wait, you can at least accept that. Those boys are good friends, but that was absolutely disgusting. I loved it. Melbourne obviously put on a performance, but I think once Cameron Smith went off, I think. Melbourne actually depleted a little bit. And if Cameron Smith was on the field, I think they put probably another at least two tries on him. 
Newcastle obviously just faded away. I think it was, uh, I don't want to say panic stations, but it was just like, all right, we've got to get through this. It boys. wasn't let's panic stations, it was just get the down w. hatches and yeah. let's get, get on. Get yeah. the yeah. W. They, and got, that's they, it. Got, they got the game on, or they did what they had to do, they won the game, pack up, see you later, see you next week. They that's right. Yeah. Thank That's what they did, 100%. Did that. um, this, this is one we were talking about coaching earlier. I do not understand the fascination with the last couple of weeks with Ponga being stuck on the right hand side and just being told to play a second playmaker on that right hand side. Free. Obviously, the signing this week should free him up to do what he does best, which is run at holes and get given balls to run through those. But he holes. doesn't play screen at six. He now doesn't play support at all. No, he's actually he the has, playmaker. He, he, he's he, been, he's yeah, been like, made yeah, to be the playmaker for the last month or so, and the yeah. form in the attack has dropped off tremendously. They need some plays. Which is fine if Mitchell Pierce is, but he Mitchell Pierce has disappeared. But they don't he's set up quite. plays for him, man. Like he's yeah. the quickest, bloke, well, close to the quickest bloke in the team, best footwork. Like put him in a hole. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put him That's in what I'm saying. But Mitchell Pierce isn't doing anything. But the, Kurt Mann's not. the only one that even shows a remote bit of yeah. creativity right now. But it's and now he's going to play short, nine tomorrow, and he's supposed to make. Anyway, with he's going to have to make sixty-five yeah. tackles, and and now he's going to be out of the game. So I personally think they're actually missing Connor Watson. I'll I agree. Put it out there. I, I think they are missing yeah. Watson. I agree. He's, he, but he's got that X factor. He's a. I love Connor Watson. Oh, I'm a fan of Connor Watson. Yeah, when I was at the Roosters, I was a fan of him. There, one of my favourite players. Uh, anything to add around? The, anything quick wrap up before we move on to the rest of like the next hour and a half of the show? Um, we should do this pay per view. Some well, the of the forward, The forward battle was a good one. Um, they did mm. match up pretty well in the forwards. Uh, the Knights backline made again three quarters of their errors. I don't know why they they made nine out of the twelve errors. They're not going to be better this week. I don't get it. But Bradman Best try no, was no, impressive. Green there should have. Oh, Bradman Best. Green would be a bit crisper with his ball playing. Bradman Best. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're, they're, it's a young backline now if he's out, even though he's only 18. It's a less better <laughs> outline. All right. Oh, yeah, that's our look back on last round, everybody. All right, we get into the news segment of the program. Just want to thank everyone quickly for if you have made it this far, first of all. But uh, obviously, essentially, we're four blokes that like drinking beer and talking footy. And um, if you have subscribed and listened to this and enjoy it, uh, thank you very much. But we're now on iTunes as well, the Beer Garden Empire Sports Network. If you listen to this, we are up on iTunes as well as Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, everywhere else you can find it. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Leave us some feedback through Facebook. Get involved. Um, tell us what you want to yeah, ask us some questions. Ask us some Supercoach stuff. Ask us some uh, opinions on some players and whatever it might be. But um, thank you if you're listening and if you've made it this far. And uh, obviously it is a long-form podcast. Um, one day we'll do a Dan Carlin-style four-and-a-half-hour one, but um, we'll save that for <laughs> the grand that final. Tonight, but um, the way we're going, thanks we for getting this right. Um, we had a bit of feedback over We over did too. Week, so there was a question. Have you... As our social media guru, do you want to ask that now? Right. So we had um, uh, Craig Smith, a.k.a. the the turkey guzzler that um, we all know from PCTC tipping competitions if anyone likes their horses. Um, he he wrote in and asked about the uh, the six again rule, and he wanted a breakdown on when they happened. I couldn't find anything that anybody else had done, and I'm not about to sit through every fucking minute of every yeah. game and work out when they were done. It might be a project down the down the road, but we may as well throw it up for discussion, boys. Obviously, there's a bit of um, 
bit of coaching going on around the six again rule with giving away the, the restart on the zero tackle and the first tackle and yeah, killing smart, time smart. at the end of the game. So what do, what do we think about that? I feel like it's some, um, to quote a Dan, to use a Dino phrase here, I think it's cognitive bias. I think it's when it's early in the count you notice it more. Yep. But it, it, it does happen late. It does happen, yeah. Or like, like if you think it's going to be later in the count, you tend to notice when it happens. If it's early, there, there are plenty of games where it happens on the zero, and it's just it, it is what it is to me. Um, I did agree with you. There's a point about the uh, penalties late in the game. If you're ahead by eight and you just give away a penalty five minutes ago, you're just putting the team out of the game, and that's I don't know. There's an answer, but it, the team's a coach to do it, and Trev picked it up. I think literally the first round we went to six again. He picked up going to the uh, different. Uh, the non-differential penalties um, to get the to make them have to make a decision. You know what? Well, actually, I'm a fan of the six again, but sometimes if you're on your own 20 and you got the first tackle six again, I'd prefer to get the actual whistle blown, take the penalty, so you can kick the ball up. Yeah, you can't. Odd meters uh, and whatnot. Yeah, you know what? Um, you can't have your cake and eat it too. I no, oh, no that, that, that's what I mean. That, there's yeah. your difference there. They've. I think next year they need to yeah, put it somewhere. Trav, you'll be able to elaborate One, one thing. On like with the six again rule, referees do have uh, the choice to make the decision. If teams are regularly doing it, put plays in the bin. You know, if they're going to keep on continue doing it, put them in the bin, and, that, and teams will learn. Yep. You know, um, definitely. You know, like you can say, "Hey, look, mate, I've." You've already been warned. Blah blah blah. I need to do it for a round. You do it for one round, and then if there's four games where it's eleven and eleven. Teams will stop doing it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. But it takes a referee pause. Billy Harrigan or someone might have done it. Oh, uh, God, don't we miss him. Seriously, if he, if he, was, in, if he was in a ref at the moment with all these rules, he, he'd, oh, he'd put it element, down straight away. But yeah. yeah. Like, like, I don't want to like, bag out the bike, but when he was, he's the reason why the refereeing like, quality went down to Gurgler because he allowed, each referee had their own rep. Um, interpretation of the rules when before it was never like that these are the rules this is what you've got to do yeah. so then he said oh no it's up to their interpretation so you find that as a negative oh what do you think it is unless you get it 100% right you know what that is but that is that is funny on there unless you find it 100% absolutely right but that is to allow yeah. for human error because human error for humans are so you have to allow for some humans are going to make mistakes basically lets you give a, it gives you a way out to say well it's their uh, it's their judgement or their um, interpretation yes yep and their interpretation's wrong. <laughs> yeah. They just tried to stop the the um, time being killed as uh, the penalties that were consistently being blown. As to Craig's point, I think he was more around the, the uh, zero tackle and the first tackle yeah. coming off your own line. That's more given there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's more given the, there. The big, the big um, bugbear with what I've seen and what um, I've seen on social media is uh, basically that when you get the uh, when you get the seven tackle set and you're running back to the twenty and there's that one. There's only three blokes on the line, so they all get off off get up offside, and they give him a six again. Whereas in that position, obviously you'd rather the penalty kick it down and you start on the fifty. Yeah. Um, the only way to legislate that would be to say basically if you give away a ruck infringement in the inside the thirty, yeah, it becomes it's a hybrid rugby. It's then a, you can't. A, yeah, you can't. It's an automatic it's, penalty. It's but yeah, I, I like the way it's going. Um, I have I have noticed a lot of first and zero tackle pe- uh, resets where they're trying to buy that little bit of time to get their line reset. Yeah. Um, unless you, you either start binning them or you legislate it, that is, it's sort of, as you said, you can't have your cake. I think the ultimate answer is um, 
right now I think we all agree that the game right now is better. Oh, oh 100%. To watch. It's better yeah. footy, so I'll take that over. Eyes up footy. It's eyes up footy, and that's better than what it was 12 months ago. Even I was enjoying the footy 12 months ago, like, this is better to watch. And um, it hasn't killed teams because we saw this weekend how tough teams are. Uh, bit of news, so we saw live on TV last night, Todd Baton turned down the North Queensland role, who someone who's wanted a first-grade role since the, the Tigers. Role. Since Mick Potter beat him for the Tigers role, I believe, he wanted the, a first-grade team. He turned uh, down the Warriors. Oh, sorry, Warriors role, in hope of getting North Queensland. Obviously, Ben uh, Hannay's up uh, Josh Hannay's up there now, not Ben Hannett. Uh, his brother is um, up there. Barney, what have you made of that? Well, I thought the um, the, act, the interview was brilliant, mate. Like, I think his um, stocks rose in the way he came out and explained himself um, every position that it was in. Apparently, there was a pre-recorded interview saying that he was still uh, applying for the role, and then he came, he called, contacted Fox, and said, "No, I want to tell you how it is." And he sat there and shot straight from the hip. Finally, um, found someone honest. Basically, told them exactly how what they need to bring in to fix, <laughs> you know, to make. The, the club is stronger than it uh, than it is at the moment and um, yeah uh, obviously he said that it's a lot of family problems with the uh, family issues were the result of the decision and um, yeah obviously if he wants to stay in Australia for his uh, wife and his his wife's father then uh, more power to him but um, need to deny that the Warriors have um, they've stood up for him since he's took taken over the job so yeah I think he's in a pretty positive position whether it's next year or next time the job's up. Uh, any else, Ted boys? Uh, just uh, on the news, <laughs> just on the news side of things, uh, mate, um, earlier today there was an uh, announcement made that uh, Robert Worry, the first WM medal winner, passed away. Uh, but no, that was wrong, wasn't it? But it came back to being wrong. That's yeah. right. So I, I want to make that my uh, slap of the week. Oh, you haven't done that, but we'll, yeah. Oh, hang on, look out. Clickbait. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's my slap of the week. You know, end of the day, if people are going to report on someone's passing, make sure you got correct information. <laughs> isn't this, social, sure isn't this social media? Like, yeah, yeah. It, oh, it was on the Daily Telegraph as well, mate. Yeah. The no, reason social media. Oh, really? The reason we're in a freaking pandemic is because of social media. Simply. It's like, because people want to believe that phone towers and shit create... Five whatever. Put in profits, yeah. all right? No, it's very nice for rent. Yes, but that's a f- uh, that's a well deserved slap there, Trev. A uh, couple of news points. BA resigned for another year. I think that's more just to keep him out of the current contract yeah, stop debacle. Talking about yeah, yeah. yeah so, stop him talking for anyone else. Yeah. We got him till the end of 2022, and I think by the end of next year we'll end up uh, redoing negotiations with him and re-sign him for at least two to three years. Three to four years. You, that's probably your window at the moment. You got three to four, maybe five years to actually, you know, break through because you're right on the you're on the doorstep at the moment. So, well, and he's way, probably the bloke that should take you through because he got say, you there. So. There, there's no other person at the moment who I could think who's getting Parramatta over the line, and I'm happy with a one-year extension. And <laughs> I think for for an, I guess an unsung hero, essentially going out with a 10-year coaching tenure at one club, which is an amazing effort. Really. I'm the biggest fan of Brad. Like, he's one of my favourite coaches since well, I was a puppy and I was a kid. And Brian Smith, but he walked he, into he's a your shit show as well. He took he us. He's your favourite coach, Daniel Anderson, isn't he? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Who? Daniel Anderson. Uh, I don't even start about that flop. 
Oh, he's alright. Really? I like to nah, hear. Nah, nah. Brad Arthur. He's a likable person. Brad Arthur is my favourite coach, coach at Parramatta. Okay. So I'm happy with that one year extension. That's good. And obviously take me out of the negotiations for next year and then carry on with Parramatta. So. Yep. Good. Um, the transfer stuff. Uh, sorry, Damo's just taking it there. Uh, yeah, transfer stuff. They want to get rid of Corey Norman is the rumour, which uh, it makes sense because he's been dropped. Um, there was another transfer today. And I Corey Norman is on $850,000 a year at um, St. George. McGregor, you would have heard McGregor today come out and say he's not performing. That's why he's been dropped lately. And there's talk about him being a player swap for Widdop. But obviously, Widdop went back to England for personal reasons and family reasons. It's been basically bullshitted today, so yeah. We don't exactly, and that. McGregor even said that he hasn't even heard about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. Um, yeah. Go on, tick off. Damo's a news hand today, so you can tick it off as you go there, Damo. Good luck. Yeah, well, apparently Norman's on the outer as well at St. George because they got, is it Klein? How you say his name properly? Yeah, Klein. Yeah, Clean. He's actually when he's coming into the squad, he's actually playing good football for St George. I yeah, think. Right. I, I think his direction am okay. Obviously, Hunt was at nine at the time, and Norman was at six. So now you got Hunt at six and Klein at seven, and Norman's completely dropped. So we'll save that for previews. Any other hot news here? Oh, Boyd's happy at fullback. Milford out for a couple of weeks. Cameron Smith's a big out for um, Melbourne for a hey. few weeks. Now. Thanks, okay, Scoop. guys, just on, <laughs> just um, on the Gareth Widdop situation, okay, guys, and I, I've got this on good thing from people I know over in the UK that there's a bit of um, tension going on between him and Blake Austin. Right. Ooh. So he's never upset anybody, Austin, has he? No, he hasn't. <laughs> he's a lovely fella. <laughs> so you know who I'd love back at the Tigers next year. Blake Austin. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Fuck, I'd be a happy man. Oh, yeah, it's my podcast. Go better than Brooks. Really? I'll take Gareth Ritter back to the Tigers next year, to be honest with you. So, good. Uh, so, um, Warrington would be... Ha- so, Warrington would probably be happy to let him go from by the sounds of it. Yeah, but I don't he's think he's going to come back to Australia. Uh, he holds him as a... Nah, Blakey boy. I'll have him back. And also... All right. Um, not that long ago, Blake Austin got in trouble because he ended up going to Anfield when Liverpool won the Premier League. <laughs> so he went out of the bubble. Oh, COVID. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Bring him back. Bring so, Blake back. Who, who wants to go see that trophy? Good, lifted, good West. Bring him back. I know. Um, United. Smith is out. Yeah, no, no, no. I, no, I, think, I think Smith's going to be a big out yeah, for Melbourne. Yeah, we do a whole weeks. preview about this stuff. Uh, let me look. Let me look. Like it. Yep, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, All right. Um, yep. A couple of quick things I'll mention. Oh, we haven't done any salutes and slaps. We may as well, while well, I've got them here, go, go, now. go and do your slap, Damon. All right, my slap is... Honestly, my slap is Parramatta. I know I said it last week that that was going to be a good, gritty game and all that, but Parramatta should have stood up if they're going to be contention for the premiership at the moment. We should have at least put something to them. Bulldogs should have won that game and could have won that game. So my slap is actually to my own team at the moment. And my salute is... To the Warriors. Okay. And not just because they beat your boys yeah. to the Tigers, but I think just the way they've been playing over the past few weeks, I reckon they could have got maybe a win or two here. And they've just been doing so much and they've gotten loan players and still playing well and stuff like that. You have boys sent home, well, not sent home, sorry, but decided to go home for family reasons and stuff like that. So I, th- I think the Warriors are still be deserving. Didn't I bet you they were going to... Um 
Bielsen? Yeah, no. That's why, that's why I'm giving my salute. Okay. Yeah. And RTS as well. He hasn't seen his little bub who's only six months yeah, old, but so now he's ten months old, yeah, nine months old as well. Hard, so that's a hard, that's a hard, hard thing. thing so I've got to salute the Warriors. Every I agree. I, I couldn't agree more. Barney? Yeah, so I'm going to slap um, the Knights' back line. Uh, nine errors out of 12 errors for the entire team. Uh, that basically just throws away any chance you had to begin with of winning a game. And my salute is to Nathan Cleary. Um, I don't think I've seen a complete performance out of a half since probably Keary when he uh, won the grand final for the Roosters. Like He yeah. was just complete and utter class in every minute of that game. I agree. Do I have to even say who my slap is this week? West Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. I don't even have a salute. I'm just miserable. <laughs> Who's your slap? <laughs> Life sucks. Mm. No, I do. I actually will get to one and see. Um, because the extra bit of news, well, just the uh, only one I was told today was that um, Des Hasler fought with the game as a coach this oh. week. So good on Desi. Um, that's it there. Mitch Orbison, 300 games. There's a random bloke to play 300 games. Well, not a random one. Well done for doing it. But an undersung hero, I suppose. Absolute legend, mate. Plays so, pretty much every position except for fullback and front row and does it uh, does it extremely enough. well. It's, um, there's been, you know, it's been good the last couple of years. A couple of these workhorses, Gavin Cooper as well, making 300. And there's another one who Jared feel very rude for me. He'll, he's going to. Um, feel rude for forgetting now, but um, not if you put some of these the, uh, super coach workhorses are joining that elite sort of level. Uh, and actually, I will give a salute because I'm going to salute one here. There's two of them, but I will salute. Uh, wrong button. Uh, Chris Lawrence, 250 games, and and Benji's 250th game. But uh, Chris Lawrence particularly came off literally having his whole face reconstructed last year. And a dislocated hip um, back in the day as well. When he was dislocated hip was told he was never would have played played for Australia, never played Origin. Mm, yeah, would have I mean. one of the quickest in his game. Had to re- absolute lining. Yeah. Had to rebuild himself as a back rower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's playing the centre again. Uh, a great defensive centre, a great uh, a great bench second rower, a great second rower if he has to be. But just for him to make it to 250 games is a tremendous effort. He'll be. That's he's not going to be someone itself. that probably will ever talk about ever again once he retires. Uh, but a tremendous, tremendous servant of the game. And uh, I'm going to salute Chris Lawrence this week. The next one I'll ask you about, though, is Benji, who's 250 games... Obviously, he's the high tier. Wait, is it two fifty for Tigers or two? Two fifty for Tigers, sorry. So, yeah. well, um, Gutho's got a hundred. No, two fifty. Two fifty. Well, Gutho's got a hundred this year, uh, this week for, for Parra. Parra. Yeah. yeah. So I thought he'd be up around three fifty. No, he went to Japan. He went to yeah, that's right. Places, went to rugby for years. So, two fifty this week for Benji as well. Uh, but I just and well. Quickly on Benji, yeah. Anyone you say? Benji's a beast. He shouldn't have left the game. I feel sorry for how he left at the Tigers, and yeah. congratulations to him. Trev? Man, I'm enjoying watching him play. I think it's what the Tigers need, and they look better with him in the seven jersey. Yeah, he, he doesn't have that flash and brilliance that he used to have, but he's still an absolute awesome football player. Um, he changed a generation. He had a whole generation of kids coming into the game. Mate, Trying to they just step. wanted to be Benji. The impact he's had on the game is If they wanted tremendous. to be Benji or Fred Astaire. <laughs> there was a really, I forget who wrote it. There was a really good article at the start of the year about how Benji should be nearly considered an immortal given how he changed a generation. I'm not going to say he should be. Of course, oh, he will not, be yeah. in New Zealand. He's obviously going to be Australian. 
Yeah, yeah. Kiwi are a flamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have flamer, accolades or any one premiership, this sort of thing. But I think been in terms of inspiring a generation, I think oh, did more. He's so one. Uh, I just want to mention that. But uh, but I thought for a salute, I thought Chris Lawrence is one that, like I said, we're probably never going to talk about again once he retires. But what a what a tremendous footballer. Other news from the week is um, oh, just quickly, I was just seeing this at the um, as we snuck a impervious drinks break in there and we went to the trough um, on the Benji Marshall thing. If you went home with a case of beer, sat by yourself in the garage as some sort of us do, and watched YouTube, uh, what bloke would you throw up a 15-minute video package if if you could? Like the ones come to mind, obviously, like Benji's top of my list. Jared, Brad Hayne. Fittler, Jared Hayne, Joey Joey. Joey. Yeah. That's, I think that's a good Facebook yeah, question. Maybe we'll throw that on Facebook. I think they're the four for me. Lockyer would be one that everyone yeah. would throw up. Yeah. Um, Thurston, Thurston would yeah. highlights yeah. package. Would be I hate amazing. to say this, but old Billy Slater as well uh, yep. Brett Mullins <laughs> yes. changed the game at fullback Trev you got one Oh man, you guys have just rambled it all off. I think I might. Th- I think that's a good Facebook David question. Peach, that's the Sharks the Peach. The Peach. I might throw it on oh, Facebook. From Blacklock. I, th- I think the ones. Yeah, obviously Benji, Freddie, Hayne are the ones I've sort of John done in the past. And just Joey John. You can find like your ten-minute video packages go. Wow. Nagus, Sivo. Like a, a, oh, here we go. <laughs> unless it's like a... Those fucking clips when he's finished. Unless, I was going to say, unless it's like a... <laughs> unless it's like a best hits, or like, unless it's like a prop. But, which, and, and the funny side of this is um, if you went and found 15 minutes of Cameron Smith, it'd just be him putting oh. blokes through oh. holes and, oh. and, oh. and oh. kicking 40-20s. Oh. And it's so like, it's not... And it's funny how footy is. It's just, a, it's just a funny thing how footy is. If you could watch that for 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Mad Dog and Sailor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you could watch that. I might, put, oh. uh, I might put that on Facebook. Right? That'd be a bit of fun. Right. Uh, last last little bit of news because we've, again, spoken too long uh, as we head into round 14. Um, Ricky Utelli to Melbourne has been cleared. Yep. Barney as a former, or as a current Sharks player, but as a former Sharks player, current Sharks fan, Big in for them, and what sort of player and what impact does it add for the rest of the season and just bolsters their stock, I suppose? Yeah, I'd, I've made I'd have him in um, the Sharks team before one or two of the other people that are in that side. Um, he's quick, his feet are awesome, uh, he's got a little, he's a little bit soft in defence, but he is a brilliant player. Um, yeah, it's a really good pickup for Melbourne, uh, especially when um, most of their centres don't have their footwork at the moment. You've got um, Seve and uh, Olam are basically back rowers playing in the centre. They're quick, back roll. but their feet just aren't great. Yeah. Yeah. Olam's a back rower. Justin Olam's been playing centre. Same with no, you Seve. just said he's a back rower. No, but they're back no, he rowers plays like a back rower. They, they look and they oh, play oh, like oh. back rowers, oh, yeah, but they're playing yeah. in the centres. Yes, yes. And you get a bit of extra footwork out in the centres, it's only going to help, especially if he's running outside Munster. It's time to shine. All right, Super Coach Bung, give us a quick wrap. Yeah, we... so we've got Aaron and Danan is still undefeated on 20 points. Kyle's gone back-to-back losses with 16. Uh, Do you know who Aaron is? Destroyed when he's lost now. Nah. I know who Danan is. Mm-hmm. We know who Danan is. Um, Daggy lost, but he's still in fourth place with 14 points. I hate you. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, you had your chance for the title. It was rightfully yours. But this week, Damo has <sighs> a chance to pick up that title. He's Coming playing back, baby. Mac. Coming back. 16. You need to win so I can beat you next week. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, right, eh? I'm playing loading. Uh, he's running 15th on six points. Uh, Damo, yeah, as I said, playing Daddy Mac. Uh, 
Daggy is playing the blind bullets. It's fourth versus fifth, so that should be Ooh. a good. That'll be a test for you. Injury ravaged. <laughs> yeah. Can you field a team? And um, after forfeit, our top two <laughs> undefeated players are actually playing each other. So we're going to have an outright lead. Oh, after that'd be this outright. Round. Yeah. About time. Um, so Barney is an experienced, seasoned, weathered veteran. Jesus Christ. How Sonny do you savage. handle weeks like this it's where, a you, pretty weathered head. where yeah. you lose <laughs> where you lose five players in a swoop? How do you, well, how do you is, handle these? This is your scramble. This is where um, those three blokes on your bench that are making 60 that have been reserved get moved into your team and then you just hope one of those blokes that has a good week and a bad week gets you a good score. Um, obviously, you're going to have to go. If, if you like, Most teams are going to have to bring in at least one, maybe two players this week because of the injuries and suspensions. Uh, but this is the time... Cheapies are pretty much out the window now too. This is my this would be my play now. You maybe could get one more in. The only one I'd mention. The only one I'd mention is um, Charlie Stone's going to make it. Is Arcee from North? Is Cowboys? Mine is minus yeah, but he got thirty. Dropped last week. Didn't play. Oh, yeah, last Morgan's week. back. Never mind. Yeah, by him. So Everyone by him. So Charlie Stone's is one seventy one. He'll be back in a couple of weeks. Oh, as soon as he plays his next game, mate, he'll be the biggest traded in that week. That's what I mean. But, yeah. um, but I think it's too. That's too little, too late. You can't wait for that. Now's the time to um, basically. Yeah, you're not trying to bring money into your team anymore you're trying to uh, trade down so you're trading down on your blokes that are 300 400 probably not pulling their weight properly and trading up to um, either a gun or just getting a nuffy in that doesn't play at all at bottom price that's sort of sell, Bradman so, sell Bradman Best well Bradman Best they reckon the Best gone for the year too so Bradman Best obviously in what 98% of Supercoach teams I got rid of a few weeks ago sell but Clint Gutherson as well yeah, don't have him in your team yeah. at all is that your oh, marquee no. signing <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the Reaper's spoken I scrambled massively <laughs> and I sold Cam Smith to bring the cheese in Brandon Smith and that also got me Clint so I'm warning you if he goes down that. this week I'm pretty coming happy. after you I'm pretty happy with Gutherson I'm coming after you um I haven't made my changes yet, but I've got Madison there. That's like three weeks for a head knock. I don't know what's going on there, but there's big money, 650, 700K sitting there. Harry Grant. How long are you willing to wait? Two uh, weeks. I was this. This was pretty much the week. I'm pretty sure yeah. he's. I'm, I'm going to have to sell him if at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, I will go back. I, I, I dance like Feedy. I had. Uh, Any player you name yeah. injured, injured, injured. Yeah. Smith, Cary Grant, Patterson, Sua, injured. Yes, yeah, Between <laughs> Madison and um, Harry Grant, there's 1.2 million dollars, and I can't have that sitting Jeez. out of my team. So I'm going to have to get. I'm, realistically, I probably have to sell both of them, but. Depends on how long Harry's out. Um, yeah, so it's all about money at least short term. At I'm moment, quite happy so. with the cheese. I think he's going to do a good job. Yeah, no, he really, he really doesn't do a good job. Yeah. Um, but you know, even when Cam's back, he can play second hooker because he's going to get 50, 60 minutes. His average is a little bit lower than most. Um, yeah. Uh, playing in the front row, he's no, bumped up row a few points. Yeah. No, he's actually got a few more points out of playing in the front row, just uh, actual Tackle workload, work, yeah. you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, if he has a day out, he absolutely kills it, and he's an absolute class player, but whether that tr- um, crosses uh, across... You know, you know who's the guy now? Uh, having had Keely for a bit, and I thought that's today, and I can't afford it. And it was you know who's the guy now? Munster, next few weeks. This spoke. No, mate, as I said... Munster's well, time now. I sold him fucking round three or whatever it was, because I thought... <laughs> He was going to lose money. Yeah. And then he made and the like another 80. And then no, he got injured. Got, and I'm like, oh, do I bring him back, bring him back? And he's just making money. I've got, I've got Kiri and I'm, I'm like, oh, Mister. The other bloke coming back this week is Morgan to play seven. And he... I had him in my team from the start of the year. Is he um, definitely yeah. a starter this week? Yeah. Back. Right. Let's go. 
Anyway, let's get into it. Um, any final thoughts? We've all slapped. We've all saluted. We have. Sounds like a night in the piss. Um, <laughs> with your missus when she is too. Um, Mariah. No, that was no, that was not a domestic thing. Well, I've just got a that few, was um, a romantic thing. I've got a few stats just out of um, the top club performances at the moment. I might look into some individuals next week. But we've got the uh, Roosters with 324 points, leading the points scored, and Sharks with 320. Can I ask you, you have no idea because this is a question, you're not David Middleton. How many of them were in the first 10 rounds and how many have been since? Because yeah, well, 12, 18, 20. 50 points in yeah. the last three weeks. So so that's a, yeah. If there was a worm... They're worms like this. And it looks like a, the old 1997 Australian team when Ian Healy came out to bat. And was no good. Top but, uh, tries for Sharks with 56 and Roosters with 53. Roosters, 55 goals. I'm also drinking Dean's beer in a minute. Sorry. Top line breaks are the Panthers with 63 and the Roosters with 60. Uh, offloads, Eels with 183 compared to the next best at 124. Wow. Fuck, that's Paulo. Uh, try assist, Sharks nah, with 48. Roosters with 45. Top tackling team is the Knights with 4,727 tackles and Dragons with 4,656. Uh, top missed tackles is probably why the Sharks are not <laughs> running in the that's top That's a tremendous four. stat because with Cam McGuinness has made 2003. So that's missed tackles <laughs> and the Titans with 423. Run meters, Eels with 23,000 and Panthers with 22. Uh, errors, Titans 154. Raiders with 141. Oh, get down that back. And penalties, Broncos 76. So it's no longer penalty Broncos. Broncos against. Yeah, playing the Broncos. And South with 73. About time Carlin come back and beat them in the eye. Right. Realistically, obviously, Sharks scoring more tries and setting up more tries than anyone else, but they're missing way too many tackles, and that's why they're running The seven. defense. But yeah, absolutely. All right. Bruce has just killed everyone, so that's why they're Yeah, but you know what? That's, that's reverted to a mean. on the way back down. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, let's get into preview, round 13. It is an exciting-looking round of football, and we kick off on a Thursday night with Dragons Roosters at Wynn Stadium. Corey Norman, as we spoke about, dropped for Clune. Quick question, quick comment on that, boys. Big out. Honestly, big out. Is it really? Yep. Okay. Trev? Um, McGregor needs to try something, doesn't he? Barn? Uh, the halves got a bit more structure there, but they've got no running game now. So Trent Marin back in as well um, after his HIA. I d- <laughs> Hunt, the problem is Hunter seven doesn't solve. Hunter yeah, six, six doesn't solve anything. Solomon's better runner at five eight. No, yeah, uh, and for the and Jay Moss is back for the Roosters. Hargraves and Flanagan are out. So Flanagan's been dropped as well. Flanagan, we so Flanagan at the start of the there. week when it come out, it's like, oh, is he injured or whatnot? But it got and two now, back. Sorry for the he's two. now been officially dropped because well, that's a part of his de- development. Apparently, Lockie, what does that mean, Barn? Oh well, I think it's um, Kiri's basically their go-to when when they, they need know. points, and um, I think uh, Roberts is just trying to push Flanagan to actually uh, set up a few more points. Than you know, he's kicking the goals and his kicking game's awesome, but I think uh, I think he's the way pushing been, him with his ball playing. The way they've be been honest. playing last few weeks, as as we said earlier, he's only just getting them over the line, and it's not even him most of the time. They're just getting over because the line. even when they do score on that right side, it's generally clear. Keiri running in, Keary. Uh, Keary running in behind him and taking now, control. Actually, quickly, uh, super coach and Ian Trev, what's on that? To be honest, like I think uh, Flanagan's better than Lamb. 
Oh, yes. We all do. Yeah. We all agree with that. Is he, is he dropped or rested? Dropped. I think. No, I, he's I, been dropped. He's officially. Look, let me finish what I want to say. I think he's been rested. Mate, he's been rested, mate. Robbo's just playing mind games with everyone. He loves the mind games, Robbo. He gets hard ones from it. Mate, like Funnigan's just having a rest, mate. That's all he's doing. Top point scorer. You know, like I tell you right now, right? It's like a. I'd also like to know who he told. Like, if it was Denny Wyler, he's just going, oh, no, he dropped him. And then it was next across all media. Like, it wasn't a press release saying, yes, we've dropped him for poor form. It's just typical media. A bit like Cameron Smith's going to captain Gold Coast next year. I think they do want a bit more. <laughs> and, and coach the Broncos at the same time. <laughs> yeah, because he's the best. CEO of South. And make a 15 minute video for me to watch when I'm drunk. So be true. Not a Katoni Stags video. It'll be oh, a different video. That so. didn't go for 15 minutes. Look, uh, Roosters 1 to 12. Uh, um, <laughs> Roosters 1 to 12. Man of the match, Kiri. And first try scorer, Manu. You've just cut me off because what I was going to say. Yeah, because. Yeah. Oh, Damn it. Oh, no, no, Easter gone. I still think they'll win this. They will, but. Trev, your tips? Yeah, for this game, I'm going to go uh, Roosters. That's it. Roosters. Yeah, Roosters 1-12. to 12. Um, Obviously, the attack hasn't been there recently, um, and I think the Dragons will turn up with a point to prove through the middle. Uh, they just don't have enough points in them to win this game, I don't think. Uh, Roosters 1-12. to 12. Uh, Teddy or Jetty or whatever you want to call him for man of the match, uh, I think they're actually going to come back into the middle and feed him a bit more ball. And Manu, first try. Adrian? 1 to 12 Roosters. I agree. Uh, it will be Kiri, man of the match, and J Moz, first try. Uh, I think I think a better showing from Teddy, but he needs some help there, and uh, Morris will help with that. Hargrave's a, a big out. Hargrave, I didn't touch on that. Sorry, that was late mail. Um, Hargrave's a big out. Uh, there's some points to prove for Dragons because they're going to sweat on the dufty long ball. There are going to be a few things like that. And uh, I think they need to bounce back. I think there are any hopes to win it through the middle. I think they have to they have to win the forward battle. Big game from Frizzell and especially if Hargraves out as well. Tries on the edges. I just you got think Collins coming in to start as well, which is great. In well, there's plenty of clubs that want him starting. Another old crazy and Friz- Frizzell can oh. lead a club, but he he just needs a partner in crime, and they they could put on a show on. But that's why he's gone to Newcastle. Back to what he used to do a few years Fitzgibbon ago. Fitzgibbon Barnett. Yeah, I'd like it's to see that offload come back. Yeah. Yeah. He used to have a deadly offload. Man. Yeah. He's been in that team so long, he just plays that game where it's like, I'll just do it myself, run up. and Anyway, Eagles-Warriors on the uh, Friday night, the early game at Lotta Land. Mate, Which, how uh, good is it that Cade Cuss is back in the team? You beat me. Cuss you is beat in. me to it. And um, Funa's come back in for Parker. Uh, and let me just one. And uh, Harris Tavita goes to seven for the Warriors with Green out. Green out, Green to Newcastle. Well, that's what I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, um, he's not playing for them. Chanel's Chanel, <laughs> not that bad. I, I think he's actually a decent player. Just, no, it it might suit him. Um, yes. I like, yeah, I, like what, right. I like what Peyton's doing now. I think I'm actually tipping the Warriors this week. I think oh, they're going to grow oh. off what they did last week. I think I might be very off the mark. Hetherington and Fenil Blake is going to be tremendous. There will be some uh, headbutts and eye spinning there. I can't wait to see it. Uh, and obviously, you look at it on paper, and that hot Melbourne pack could put away, but I know Siren's in doubt. Melbourne. I just have manly, a little bit bro. of a manly, bro. Uh, manly, sorry. I just have a little bit of a inkling that Warriors might back up 
because ultimately they could put a sword last week. I know the bounce back factor, but they might be a bit of a cast off. And Warriors can put two together and be brave and not win by much, but win enough. First try, Hiku, and man of the match, Katoa. Bruv, there's always that upside of every round. And yeah. I think that this could actually be it. I think I'm going to say Warriors 1-6. to six. I think it's going to be less than a try in this. Yeah. Cade Castle is obviously a massive in for Manly because Cade Castle, I reckon, things plays really well with Cherry. Dylan Walker is not a six, if you ask He's me. a centre. He, I reckon he ends up at the Bulldogs in the centres, as I said last week. Good left one. Um, Harris DeVito, he's going to be a big inclusion for Nick, Nicore. And I think first try scorer, Peter Hiku, man of the match. I'm going to go Hetherington, just with his aggression and getting the forward pack going again. As you, well. know, you know where the good bet with that is, him being a man of the match, is the spotlight's on him. Once they have that game, the media turns into a bit of a hype train and then oh, the spotlight's that, on yeah, him now. That's why I hate that, but it's a good thing because he will be named, because whoever picks well, him on the channel. I've got to do what i got to do. Whoever picks him, Fox League, whatever criteria we use, yeah. I don't know. But uh, we've never clarified. But, yeah, that's that's where he can win man of the match. Trev? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I'm going to go Manly in this game. I, I just think uh, the return of Cade Cast coming into the team gives him that stability. Uh, it takes a lot of pressure off Daly where he doesn't got to try to overplay his hand. Uh, I, I'm still scratching my head why he was dropped last week. To be I actually honest. think more about it. I reckon there's four teams in the comp at least that would start Cade Cust at 5 oh, 100%, man. Like Cade Cust, man, he's a good player. Uh, I think uh, Tavita Funo uh, going up against uh, Peter Heku is obviously like in attack and defence. I think uh, he's a is he up for the challenge or in your words is Peter Heku going to be a flat track bully? That's why I tipped him. And that man like I think um, like he'll um, give Tavita some issues but if um, Desi and the boys out there at Manly, like, just put Moses Suli on Peter Heku. Why not? So you so got, you got, Milford, uh, you got yeah, Milford, Milford out. Means uh, it just like he's out of it, so they don't have to worry about no. uh, Milford being anyone. So it gives Croft a bit more freedom, a bit more control. Especially at six now. Yeah, calling for the ball. Um, should I answer this random call in here? No. Okay, <laughs> it's gone. Um, so for me, yeah, that, that's that's my thoughts, uh, Barney boy. I've got the key as the back row. Uh, Brisbane have got the edge in that department. But in the in the halves department, I think the Souths have the edge there. So um, Walker dominated last week with Reynolds off. Uh, I think that basically tells Wayne that he has to tell Reynolds that you're off. You're basically you, you're kicking and that's pretty much it. As soon as the attack comes down, it's Walker and Latrell. Um, I'm... I, w- I want to see how that plays out. I, I Even Johnson struggled around the back as well. I struggle to think that Wayne will do that. But he, he, he won't. But, but he will, he will eventually, but it'll take him three games. Yeah. A, kicking, uh, a kicking game realistically anyway. Yeah. He's got a nice show and go. If uh, they play to that. It's only ever 10 metres out. If they play so. that Warriors win, but my opinion is they won't. And that's, anyway, keep going, Mum. Yeah, so I've got Souths 1 to 12. No worries. Um, I think man of the match is going to be Latrell. His um, ball playing continues to impress me every week out the back. Um, and I think Brisbane will score the first try with Katoni Staggs on that. Uh, again, just going over the top of somebody or yeah, using his feet. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon this could be a good game, actually. I, I still think South 1-6. Brisbane's put up a massive fight. I think Lodge, Lodge has named it, was it 20th man at the moment? I think he'll come in. Maybe, I think Reese Kennedy will drop off the bench. Um, he might come onto the bench. 
And then you've got Flegler already starting, so I think that's fine. I think Cody Walker's in for another big game to take over Adam Reynolds. I think first try scorer will be Herbie Farmworth and man of the match, Latrell Mitchell. Trev? Yeah, I'm going to go Rabbitohs in this game. Uh, I just think, uh, like, uh, with the look of the Broncos at the moment, they're still struggling. That. So, yeah, I'm going to go Rabbits. Yeah, Brisbane win wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, on the back of the yeah. effort from last week, and Souths haven't been at their best, but and a couple of plays back. To win. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me either. I'm with you, I agree. If Brisbane fall off a cliff this weekend, like, there's no hope. It's just all over. It's yeah, all game. over. It's, it's game. Over. That's right. But if they can build off, you go, right, they did what they did last week, you can build off that. I, you go, okay, there's something. Yeah, but if there's no building after last week. And if a feeder plays like he doesn't want to get injured, then. They don't win. But anyway, we'll see. It's, it's all... Uh, yeah, hello. Yeah. Talk here. What Storm do you have here? Dogs. Storm and Dogs. Uh, Cattell goes into the nine for the Doggies. The Cheese starts in the nine for the Storm. And uh, Pappenhausen's rested this weekend. So I know he'd struggle. Another struggle for the Supercoach, but I suppose it so is who a... who goes in? <laughs> Nico, uh, Nico Hines has yeah, gone to Nico fullback. Hines. Nico yeah. Hines, mate. Right, yeah. he, he's, not, he's not too bad, but, like, to replace a papa... That's a, mean, that's a big to, call. It's hard to replace a papa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rest the team against anybody, it's going to be the dog. Well, this is the whole point of me. Don't need this is the whole point of me saying points. he's a disrespectful to rest the bloke. That's why we were talking about earlier. He goes, he's rested. He's purely rested. Uh, give him a week off, but in a 20-round straight comp, they want to have him ready, fit and firing in round 20. When you're at that 20. point, you know what I mean? Like they can't not finish top three. They're going to win this anyway. Master Hughes, Bromwich, even the block of cheese has gone straight to nine take Cameron Smith. And you know what? I'm tipping him out of the match. I'm tipping Melbourne by 13 and I'm tipping uh, first try Munster. There you go. Munster. I'm going I'm actually also going Melbourne 13 plus and I'm going first try scorer uh, Justin Olam. I can't remember saying this but Melbourne are sleepers. Melbourne are going to win the comp. No one's really saying much about them. They're sitting what second on the table at the moment. No one's everyone's talking about under radar mate. Everyone's talking about Parramatta Penrith. Everyone's talking about Parramatta Penrith because of Western Sydney if I if I take there, Brendan Smith out this week, uh, <laughs> then we'll talk. Then we're fine. Yeah. First try is on Melbourne by 13 plus, and I think your man of the match here is uh, Cameron Munster just directing the whole play because he's going to call for the ball early with Cameron Smith not there. Trev? Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Melbourne here. I just think, uh, guys, like, I'm expecting a big one from Nico Hines in fullback, to be honest cool. with you. Cool, cool. He's, he's quick. Um, he has to find a couple of holes and he's going to score two guys. I haven't even um, nailed down a position in this one. I've just My key matchup is just attack. You know, the dog's effort's been brilliant week in, week out, but they don't have the attack to match Melbourne. Melbourne's just got way too many scoring options in every position right. on the field. If Bulldogs play to the best possible foot that they can play, yep. they'll score 18 points. And win by two. No, and Melbourne will score more. Yeah, yeah, Melbourne will score 20. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got Melbourne 13 plus, man of the match, Munster. I've got first try, Brandon Smith. Point to prove. Just dive in. The the cheese. Cheese. The cheese. I'm a cheese head this he week. He might even do it on front row. Who knows? Who knows with that bloke? Thanks, Dad. You? Um, whatever I said before. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Newcastle by 42 nil. Knights, Knights, Tigers, <laughs> Green into six, Man into seven, Bradman best out potentially for the year, which and uh, and Moga out as well. No centres for the Knights. Man into seven. Man into nine. Mm. 
also my for the Tigers. My goes to nine for the Tigers. They've lost Twile. They've lost Garner's gone, been benched. Twile back uh, Asi Kapua. Kapua so, from the Roosters starts on the wing because yep. uh, Tommy Tillet, who I've got a... I actually quite like. So much going to centers. He's yeah. in the centers. Lola was back this week. Yep. Now Faluma. Yes. Brooks. <laughs> Brooks. What happened six. to twelve? <laughs> oh, he's injured again. He's, he's injured, injured again. again. I yeah. think he came back too early. Brought him back. Probably you know, I, I, he looked underdone I, when they brought him back. There is a possibility of this game actually being the game of the weekend. Yes. Honestly, only because of they could be fourteen. Could touch you know who's going to yeah, probably win I mean, this could game be for fourteen errors? But Knights win. Who's going to win the game for Knights? He's Blake Green. Well, yeah, so I think he's got a point to prove purely because he knew he was not going to be at the Warriors at the end of the season. And he's like, all right, I'll make my move now. And I reckon he compliments Mitchell Pearce, or could compliment Mitchell Pearce massively. And Pearce has been asking for that since Watson's been out. Pearce needs a control. Pearce isn't a control freak. Pearce no, needs a control freak. I don't know what Pearce is now, though. That, that, no, but that's what I'm saying. How, how good is Blake Green going to be for Pearce? So, mm. say, say they lose by six, that could be a positive for Newcastle. And they, they might come out next week, no matter who they're playing, and have a great game as well. I'm going to go Newcastle. Newcastle here, 1-12. I'm going to go Mitchell Pearce, man of the match, and first try scorer, Shabarsky. Barney? Yeah, um, Pearce, in, unless he seems to put his stamp on the match in the first 20 minutes, he sort of... Goes missing yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah I agree. Um, unless, yeah, unless he does something brilliant in the first 20 minutes, he just sort of does his right. He reverts back to just kicking and, um, you know, game management, kicking to the corners and just let the rest of the boys do their job. But, um, I, yeah, I think the, the key is the halves. Green, as I said earlier in the uh, the review, Green just frees up Ponga to do... You know, he, he can run at holes instead of trying to put other players in, in the holes. holes. You know what I mean? Like, you got one on either side. They've had Ponga on that right side trying to do what Green's going to come in and do. And um, depending on Shibarsky's on coming in for best on that right-hand side, yep. that's probably not a bad go, actually, for that first not too bad. Um, but, yeah, uh, we've got uh, two controlling halves now for Newcastle. I think they're just going um, to... They'll, they'll just roll up their sleeves and probably... They might even put a gap on you guys, to be honest. But I'm going to go Knights one to twelve. Man of the match, Ponger. I think if he's running at holes, you you just cause uh, disruption everywhere. And um, first try, BJ. Why the hell have I written that down? I'll tell you exactly why. He's obviously why. got a point to prove, and he's going to come back with a B in his bonnet. I'll tell you he's going exactly to be an angry why. Man. I think it would be gratuitous to be a tip of Tigers because I don't. But I'll tell you why they can win yep. if they can win. I'll tell you why they can lose as well. My buy at nine is is, is atrocious. That is uh, defensively, it's not good. Uh, at least he's got support on either side. He can support both sides. He so why we can win? Packer back is massive. Yep. Uh, Leilua back massive and he's going to have a point to prove and I th- I'm tipping him not to score the first try but to sell the first try and I think he will be man of the match if Tigers are to win which will be by potentially 12 if Tigers are to win it'll be through Joey Lillewa setting up or scoring having a hand in four tries um, he will be a wrecking ball and then you have Luciano on the other side they'll be fired up and ready to go through some young centres um, why they can lose is uh, through the ruck uh, which has been dominated too much. I'd want to see the Tigers forwards match, which they have done. Allies fit. I'll talk about Allies talk about Match him and no Saifidi's fine, but no Harry is big out and um, massive out. 
if I'm tipping a tip on oh, air, I'm it. saying a Knights win. Uh, my heart says we're a chance, but I'm realistic about this. That's all I will really say there. And I hope Benji plays well in his 250th. Um, next. Next. Penrith. Penrith. In a, in a great match. Penrith Canberra, which sees unchanged. No, Malachi is not no, changed. Charlie Stain's out. Malachi starts. Rapana moves off because uh, Knox. Uh, Charlie's Nick Charles is, is back. finally back. Fullback. Charles. Tremendous game, which Penrith going to win by 12 plus. And um, they're going to. Put their class on show again. The only thing I want to say, which we didn't really mention in the review, is the time's going to come very soon where they're going to have to play a game to kick out because they still haven't done it yet. And Barney, we talked about this but that's a, that's months a good ago. Thing in a way. No, but he's played decoy too long. They need yeah, to no, now no. start. But that's a good thing in a what, way. What is for grand me. final? Yeah, save it for the late run of the season when you really need him to make those big collisions. Yeah, big but there's hits. times where you miss your shot as well. You need to set up a little bit of the way you're going to play to but the way they you're haven't really play. missed that shot. What they've had one draw and they lost against Parramatta. I don't. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. But teams, smart coaches will set themselves not to play to kick out. I don't think this is the week to be running that play. I wouldn't be running that play. I'm just saying it's coming. It is coming. Yeah, first try, Naden, man of the match, Cleary. Uh, He'll he'll start his belated run towards the uh, Dally M that he won't be winning. And um, that'll be it for me. Trev Smith. Did you say 1 to 12? No, 12 plus, 13 plus. I said 1 to 12, but you got everything with me as well. Naden and Cleary. Yep. Trev? Um, no, man, I just think um, this game's going to be a good game, good tough game, but uh, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Arnie boy? Yeah, so I've got um, the key position in this game, I think, is the halves, to be honest. Uh, uh, sorry, not the halves, the hooker. Uh, you got Appy, who's having an absolute ball terror of a season, and then you've got Havili, who's been doing a job starting, and Tom Starling coming in afterwards. But um, I, Tom Starling's ready for 80 minutes, in my opinion. I think they're better off putting... Um, Is that the back, that's the backup hooker or yep. utility, yeah? Yeah, he, he's been playing great, they're I think. Better, I think the they're better off putting... The backup of the backup. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're better off putting Havili back in the back row, maybe moving... Um, oh, realistically, that bench, who do you move out of there? You don't get rid of Huera, Naira, Sutton or Tappany, so yeah. <laughs> I guess that's probably the way they're going to have to play. But um, the creativity out of the half, so I think uh, out of the hooker is going to... Uh, win the Panthers this game on the back of their forwards, rolling through the middle and Appy just getting out and terrorising the Raiders. I think it's going to be pretty tough because the Raiders don't give out, don't give in without a fight and their forward pack will go close to matching Penrith. But I've got uh, Penrith 1-12, to 12, man no. of the match, Appy and first try scorer, Rapana. You know another good thing that we haven't spoken about this game? Yes, you can tell us. Future Australian <laughs> halfback coming up against the England. Yeah, that is that is cool. Mate, Georgie, like, Pye. Georgie Pye. <laughs> this Pommy bloke over here cheering on Georgie. And he's got a uh, United States Hawks jersey on. USA mm. Hawks. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, it's going to be cool. I, I'm going to – sorry, enjoy this game. Uh, I'll throw the invitation. Everybody will be on the deck this Saturday afternoon. For, yeah, nice. Come nice. My I'll be at the game. Well, good. There's more room for us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now we get into Sunday night. Um, I'm sat around calling now Gold Coast over Cowboys. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Fair enough. Uh, now, Cowboys, <laughs> welcome back. Morgan at seven. Uh, ben Hampton playing six. That's uh, – I mean. He did last week too. Um, 
Josh Maguire back, tremendous ends. Oh shit! I just sent the ends. Yeah, I I retract my statement. I retract my statement. I retract my statement. I never had sex with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> Masters on the extended bench. There is a lot of strike power coming back from the Cowboys team, who have been brave and brave and brave, and I think they are a show at the eight. In my top home. eight. I'll tell you right now, with Nine. Michael Morgan back in the team. No, that's your boys. No, 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 beat us. <laughs> With yes, Michael Morgan back in the team for the Cowboys, yeah. I reckon they could make a, a late run and, and just scrape into the eight. He's class. And if um, if Holmes slides back in at the back end of the year as well, who knows? Um, Is he a chance to come back this season? Yes. Yeah. Back in about three weeks out, I think, is what the uh, what they're tipping. The one thing that's pissed me off about this game is I haven't tipped the fucking Queensland team for about a month, and now I fucking you're have forced to. Tip to. <laughs> you're forced to, right? I apologize. No, sorry. Bridge too far for Cowboys to make the eight, but they can definitely make the nine. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to tip a draw, to be honest, because <laughs> I don't want to tip either of the Queensland teams. <laughs> That's um, Queensland. This is the toughest game of the week, in my opinion, to try and split these two. Um, at the end of the day, I think it comes back to just that creative spark out of the halves, and I think uh, Morgan back in just uh, gives the cows that edge. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Titans win, but I think the Cowboys will win 1-12. to uh, Man of the match, Tom Alolo, he just he does it every week. And if it, they're a bit soft in the middle, he'll just keep doing it. And um, first try scorer felt. Very quick question without notice. Trev, um, the Cowboys team, plus with what they're potentially picking up next year, what excites you there and the young guys they've got? Oh, to be honest, I haven't really paid too much attention about what they got for next year at the Cowboys. So I'll probably have to do some research and we'll get back to it. The Cronulla Sutherland Sharks <laughs> against the Parramatta Eels. 4pm on a Sunday afternoon. We head into this game and um, it's an interesting clash. And Josh Dugan plays his 200th match in his NRL career. And we should all talk about how what a fine rugby league player he's been over his career. Barney, you can tell us about it. Oh, mate, he's been a wholehearted player. Obviously, he doesn't have the speed and footwork that he used to have. Also, where the fuck's my beer? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Same. (laughs) Go on, Karen. Yeah, man, um, he was was a superstar back in the day. Everyone, you know, he was the next hot thing. He's always been a um, he's always been an above average first grader, and um, he puts in 100% generally most of the time. A lot of the time he rolls around and you know he cops his shit on social media about having a million band aids on and all the rest of it. He's but, sponsored by 3M. Oh, mate, he's, <laughs> but he's been tough. He throws his body in there and it, it gets fucked up. Well, he's not sponsored by 3M for no reason. I he does. He, his body's always there. Yeah. So I'll give him that. Clash of the Back in the day. Clash of the week. Rudolph and Nathan Brown. Yep. Tremendous, Ooh. tremendous, tremendous. Barney, is that going to be yours? No, mine's going to be the front row. Um, yep. To be honest, uh, we're going to we're probably going to struggle to contain those two front rows. But um, yeah, uh, what do you do? We're going to our pack goes okay. I expect a lot of uh, middle play early in this game. Uh, I think they're going to keep it pretty tight for the first 20 minutes, half an hour. On paper, it's pretty close, especially with the ins with Moylan and Ramian and Dugan. But, um, yeah, no, it, <laughs> what you take off the field, it's not close. <laughs> uh, Moylan coming back into the halves, not going to uh, – I think it's going to be pretty clunky with um, with Johnson in there. And um, unless he combines perfectly with, him, with uh, Johnson – 
the Sharks don't win. I've got Parramatta 1-12. to Man of the match, Paulo. He's been an absolute beast the entire season, and I think he's just going to terrorise the Sharks' middle and first try scorer. I'm going to go Fergo. He hasn't got one yet. But yeah, he hasn't got one. You know, can we just talk quickly about... Waka Blake? No, because he doesn't pass the ball. <laughs> that he can't pass the ball. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't pass the ball. You know what? My matchup this week is actually uh, Rudolph and Brownie. Mm-hmm. At the oh, box. fancy that. No, seriously, those two are just going to go at it. It's like there's an echo in here. No, I'm okay with that. Because if it's right, it's right. No, I just said it. I yeah, know. I'm going to go for 1 to 12. I think there's going to be a lot closer than what people think. I think there's going to be under 30 points scored in the game. I'm going to go with you, Barney. I'm going to get Fergo first try score. The leapfrog. The best try that was never scored. You know what I struggle to come to terms with? First is, um, Man, the match. Man, not better than Charlie Steen's last week, though. No. You know what I struggle to come to terms with? Is this Cronulla team currently sitting sixth in that I don't think they're playing good footy yet. They've got points in them, but they can't tackle. Yeah, and it's like they're, they're sixth, and it's like, what does that mean for this week? It's either I, I can't, I want to tip against them. And I can because Parra are better than them, but I always want to against Parra. I was like, I watched last week and went, I want to against Parra this Parra week. Didn't look I agree. Like scoring a but I can't week. tip. We, if they'll play points in the first 25 minutes, we didn't score a point after that. They went 16 nil. I reckon after if, that. if we were, if I was tipping anyone else in the top against Parra, I would be tipping him. And I can't tip Cronulla against him, and I actually can't tell you why, apart from. It's just, it's just the backline changes and it's just, defense. it's, yeah. No, we spoke about this before. Parra's going to be ugly. And when this game is ready to be won, when it's 18 all with 20 to go, Parra, the king or someone will do something. And I'm not sure ha- Cornell have how that. Have, I don't, and again, if that makes sense to anybody listening. No, it does. I don't know how we do it. I don't know how we've done against last yeah, week. Yeah, that's winner's win. Henry, that's the yeah. thing. And I don't. Quite think Cronulla win is As yet. I said, I I've, I've already gone. I've, I said Parra won to 12, but I think if we can go out to a lead and hold them at defensive wise and we can get possession on the ball, we could put a cricket score on you guys. But it also goes the opposite way. I think if we put a score on you, um, Cronulla and Cronulla come back, I think Cronulla can win one to six as well. I think Cronulla, I don't think Cronulla will do 13 plus on us. No. If Cronulla's going to win, it's going to be one to ten. I think Cronulla on the right track though, blooding these youngsters now, starting Rudolph, starting Italy, starting these. Folks. And also, Trev's busting his face is going red. <laughs> and I want to point at him right now. Look at this. <laughs> Unleash, big fella. Go on. Oh, man, I'm just going to say this right now. Parramatta going to win. My boy Mike is going to score a double. <laughs> Oi. He loves a Micah. We're going to start charging you when you tip him for a double or a triple and it doesn't happen. Mm. It's going to be 50 We'll give you a double back when it does happen and we'll yeah. see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, if you're, I'll tell you right now, if you, if you were at the Grey Gums a few weeks back when I said to everyone he's going to score a hat-trick and you end up scoring four. <laughs> so, yeah, but you said hat-trick. You would have seen Trevor after the Not game. Four. He was that happy. He was in a stag situation. You said two right. last week and a hat-trick the week before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I feel like I've given just, it just for a bit I don't, I don't mean to. <laughs> he's going to score a double, I'm feeling yeah. it. No, good. Yeah, he probably will. Run straight over top of Ronaldo, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and let's talk about Ronaldo, right? <laughs> yeah, he's in for a wake-up call. Yes, let's talk about Ronaldo for a quick minute. I saw a thing today that Queensland Rugby League were looking at trying. Um, he's a, under the edge of a bit, uh, uh, eligibility. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Uh, rules uh, for him to play for Queensland, and first thing that came to my mind was USA. That's in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> Queensland's everywhere. No. 
Sydney. That's in Queensland. Apparently. That wraps up our preview. You so, you, it's Queensland. been long. It's been good, but we need to finish with a masterclass of disaster class, yeah, which the Barney Boy has been putting really. on. Bets for the weekend. Uh, for those that do well, like betting, the Spring Carnival's about to kick off, so show us your tips is on tomorrow night. Yes. You subscribe this to get us as well. You can also see the video at uh, progripracing.com and see the Beaver and I try and find some winners over spring. Uh, Barney Boy, I'm going to tell you later to join us. But So me and Daggy have been going for the entire comp uh, week after week, $10 bets. Daggy's at positive 28 and I'm at a positive 115. Oi! Uh, yeah, one multi will do that for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Trev's, Trev's been bits and pieces. I think he's had about five bets. He's down 20 bucks, and Damo is down 30 bucks with about the same sort of input. And what we do, what I do, what I demand all across the beer garden empire is if we're going to tip and give tips, and we all we all do bet, we all have these bets yeah, when we, we put do. them on. I have these bets uh, every week. Yes, I do. We, that's right. And we put our money messages, but we also hold ourselves accountable. So we're not these media that just go, oh, go and put this four leg multi on and yeah, win. That's right. That's when we, when we, we want to tell you, hey, this is how we're traveling over 20, 20 weeks. So I'll kick off then. Ready up. I'm going to go Penrith minus the line, which is five and a half, into Cowboys minus the line, which is two and a half. <laughs> that all up will get you $3.55. So what were your two line bets, sorry? Minus five and a half for Penrith, minus two and a half Cowboys. Penrith Cowboys. Another three fifty return there, three three fifty. That's change. right, he did get up last week with his $3.80. And uh, um, name of a first try. We, I do love a first try scorer, but if we're going to be serious, we're going to be serious here. Damo, you're still struggling. Uh, come on, come on the king. Yes, yeah, so I've got um, South Roosters Manly, all expected to win 13 plus I've gone South's Roosters Manly 1 to 12 uh, $10 Ooh. on that at $26 Ooh. Ooh. gone Roosters 1 to 12 Manly I need a whole fucking new page for you <laughs> <laughs> Roosters 1 to 12 <laughs> Roosters 1 to 12 Manly Manly 1 to 12 yep Para just head to head and Penrith 1 to 12 uh, Crichton anytime try scoring in the Penrith game right okay Right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> we'll get a price up. Like last week, That's for Damo's price, and he got twenty dollars of zero. So <laughs> we'll get nothing like it. Week, to, uh, but, yeah, come on, I already. So you can't eat odds, as I've once been told. Come on, so I already. Can't, Trev. Yeah. So I'm gonna go um, with uh, Micah to score a double or more, Ooh, and yes. uh, it's four dollars twenty on sports bet. Wow. Four twenty. Beautiful. Just you, you lobbing your ten on that. Yep. Fantastic. Nice. All right, guys. Um, it's been a lot of fun. It's been long again. Thank you for the guys that stuck through us. So if you're in your trucks, in your shed, out in your deck, uh, sitting in the office at work and being bored shitless by having to look at menial TV screens, um, <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed listening to us for a couple of hours and we've been able to give you a bit of a laugh and have a bit of fun and maybe talk some footy sense. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, share us uh, around and leave us some feedback on Facebook especially. Footy and that's where Bunny looks, Footy and Frothy. You can oh, find also us there. You can listen to us on Google as well. We are on Google. We are on Google. Yes. You can find it, like I said, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, we'll do a few YouTube specials close to the end of the year, but uh, it's been a lot of fun, guys, as always. Thank you, Adrian. Uh, Empire, Footy and Frothies. All the rest of it. We'll look forward to spring, summer, some warmer weather after this cold snap that's coming. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. If you're down south, wear a mask. We could do. Hopefully, we're all out of this soon. Don't See you, boys. To oil your deck. Oil your duck. <laughs>